And welcome back, Leadheads, to the episode 135, SHOT Show Edition 2016, brought to you by the guys over at Artificial Shorter Pockets, ASP.co. I am Pepper, and I am filling in for left hand. That knucklehead is still over at the craps tables. Get in here. Did you start the show without me, Pepper? I did, I did. These guys are waiting. I was racking it up at the tables, baby. (laughs) Did you you win some? You got to be patient. You got to be patient. I think you're going to have to uh, step in and win it back for me. But uh, All right, I'm going. You're good at that. All right, guys, so as uh, Pepper's probably already introduced to you, this is the 2016 SHOT Show coverage and uh, we are proud to be sponsored again this year by our buddies over at ASP, the Artificial Shoulder Pocket, Brian Borkowski, uh, also at the Asymmetric Technologies Group, it's kind of the parent company. Uh, make sure you guys check them out, ASP.co. That is an amazing product, and it's getting still getting all kinds of rave reviews by uh, people here at the show. So this, uh, this show, this edition is going to be kind of, Wild and crazy. We're probably going to break the show up into, like we did last year, we had like episode part B, part A, part B, part C. So we're probably going to do the same thing because we have so many interviews that uh, just one long show would just be way too much. Plus, um, we didn't get in. Obviously, we're back. I wasn't at the crap table, so um, <laughs> we didn't get in until like, what, one thirty. It was late. It was late last night. Saturday night. And uh, I did a little recoup time Sunday. So uh, this is going to be a little little later than your normal getting uh, our shows downloaded. But it's going to be out um, in time for, you know, hopefully Monday, Tuesday, whenever you hear this. But we got some people we want to thank that really made this possible. And without the help of these people, uh, I wouldn't be able to do it this year. Uh, the number one... Uh, a number one person I want to thank is Tia Pepper, my little honey bunny. Kept me on track, kept me scheduled, kept me organized. And without her, I just uh, wouldn't have been able to do any of this. And I just want to say thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Thank so, you, honey. So every year you got to go now. Okay. Uh, make sure you're I'm off. there. <laughs> I need more time at the craps tables, though. And then obviously Brian uh, at the Artificial Shoulder Pocket. Uh, again, I mean, just setting up this room that we have to record the show at SHOT Show um, is unbelievable. And without that, again, this wouldn't be near the quality that we get. Uh, we wouldn't be able to get near the amount of people that we uh, we get to interview during the show. So, Brian, thank you so much for believing in Talking Lead, believing in me, our mission, our show. It's much appreciated, brother. Danny Bronson at Dipstick Coatings. Uh, He was a lifesaver, stepped up, helped me with the camera work, uh, hung out with us. He also helped keep me organized, keep me straight. Dave Moore, you guys know Dave. He's been on the show several times. Uh, Dave was there, stepped in when Danny wasn't available to help with the camera work. Uh, check him out at iDaveMore on YouTube. Sean Heron, we like shooting, helped me with my audio. You guys know I got a bunch of new equipment, and I don't know how any of this crap works. So I had to call on Sean again to come help me save my butt and uh, get everything, get my levels and everything right. But I'm learning. I think I've got everything just about uh, perfect. It's a good thing I took a picture of it. <laughs> so yep. I could get everything, <laughs> everything reset. 
But uh, Sean Heron at We Like Shooting, uh, those guys have some great coverage of the show. I know they were posting it uh, as they were doing it at the show this year, so they uh, were kind of getting it first out there. So hope you guys have been enjoying their coverage of the 2016 SHOT Show. Uh, and then all the guests that were on, and you guys are getting ready to hear uh, everybody. I don't know how I'm going to – I'm probably going to mix up all the days – so you're probably going to get a little bit of day three and day two mixed together and day one, you know, maybe the next week or something like that. But uh, I'm going to mix them up, make it um, uh, entertaining for you guys, as it always is. Uh, I'd like to thank our buddy Curtis over at the VSO Gun Channel for setting up uh, many of these connections that we made at SHOT Show this year. Um, Curtis Spector uh, over at the VSO Gun Channel. We, we can say his name now. Apparently he's... Uh, he's he's cat, out there. He's Curtis. He let the cat out of the bag, so uh, maybe I ought to edit out his last name when I just said it there. So I don't, maybe he's just Curtis. <laughs> but uh, just to let you know, I mean, some some of the people that we had on, we had um, C.J. Johnson uh, over at Wolf Ammo. He's also the coordinator of the Big Three. I know you guys have heard of that. And uh, we actually got invited to that. So March, we're going to be going to the Big Three and get you guys some additional coverage of first-to-hit-the-market cool stuff. Met Jeff Axelson. He's the brother of Matt Axelson. Uh, I know you guys have seen the movie uh, Lone Survivor. That was his brother that was in that with uh, Marcus Luttrell. And uh, he started a foundation for his brothers, The uh, I guess it's the Axelson Foundation, uh, but he also has a company it's called Ax- Axelson Tactical, and we got to interview him uh, thanks to Ron Bellin with uh, Reaper Outdoors, Reaper One. Uh, thank you, Ron, for setting that up, and we get caught up with Ron also, so you guys are going to get to hear about that. Uh, Hi, Viz. Uh, we talked to uh, Casey Knutson with Nordic Components. He's got some big news that he's dropping on you guys, uh, so we're going to have that in the show. Tactical Walls were there. Rob Boss. So we get to hear a little bit more of a Rob Boss. And, oh, my gosh, uh, our buddy over at Caltech, Chad, uh, he brought the uh, the guys and girls from Warren Rails over, uh, and they talk about their product. Um, he was also responsible for bringing the high-vis people over. Uh, the Cobalt Kinetics crew and shooting team uh, stopped in to visit with us. That was a great time. Paradigm. Mikey at Clash and, oh yeah, I mean, I'm saving the you know the best for last. Uh, Mikey Hartman, uh, Hartman Sights, Hartman Optics. Actually, he his interview is hilarious. You guys are going to enjoy that. And our buddies at Sheepdog had a great interview. Sergeant Major Lance Nutt uh, brought the Sheepdog Impact Assistance crew uh, by. We get to get caught up with them. Uh, he had a little special. Little treat for me, a gift, uh, very touching to me and, and heartwarming. Uh, Mission Twenty Two, finally get to talk with the man behind Mission Twenty Two. Magnus Johnson drops in, visits uh, with us, and we're going to be doing more with them in the future. Also, I mean, Jesse Tishhauser was there. Jesse Tishhauser was there. Casey Knutson brought him uh, in to visit with us. Chris Chang, our buddy Chris Chang. Just so many people. You're going to hear them all. I'll do a little intro to every every show. But uh, hope you guys enjoy this. Make sure that you go and support the people who support us. Tactical Walls, Artificial Shoulder Pocket, Nordic Components. 
Sonoran Desert Institute, Dipstick Coatings. So check all those guys out, support them, uh, go to their Facebook pages, let them know you're leadheads, and uh, use our discount codes at Tactical Walls, at Dipstick, at Nordic Components, and it's leadhead. We're going to get more of those set up for you coming in the near future with the connections that we made. We're going to have uh, we're growing the family here, so don't be surprised if um, there's more family members that we start announcing on the show. So that's enough talking from me. Let's get to the Artificial Shoulder Pockets coverage of the 2016 SHOT Show. It's going to be a great show. I hope you all enjoy it. Word. Nordic Components is an American-owned manufacturing company proud to produce quality products right here in the USA. As a company, we continually invest in our manufacturing capabilities to ensure that all of our products are the highest quality and most efficiently produced parts available. The Nordic Components business consists of two segments, manufacturing and sales. Our manufacturing business works to provide custom machine components for a variety of applications with our specialty being firearm components. The sales business produces lines of branded firearm accessories to enhance and elevate the shooting experience. We are a company owned and operated by individuals devoted to shooting sports, and many of us shoot competitively. We attend and sponsor a number of events around the country each year where we listen to you, the consumer, and are proud to say that all of our firearm components are a direct result of your input. As a firearms accessory provider, our aim is simple. Provide shooting enthusiasts with innovative products of uncompromising performance and reliability. Nordic Components. Check us out at nordiccomp.com. Remind me to tell you later. Tell us now. We want to hear it. Well, no, I can't. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna record it. That way, you'll never forget it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Live on. Marty has top, top, top secret. NBA top yet. secret. Yeah, we'll get up. some paperwork out there, maybe. <laughs> All right, guys, welcome back to the Talking Lead coverage of the 2016 SHOT Show, brought to you by the Artificial Shoulder Pocket, ASP. Check them out at ASP.co. And we got a real special treat for you right now. We have the Cobalt Kinetic guys in and the shooting team, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go around the room and everybody introduce yourselves. Hey, left Martin. to right? Yeah, you're left. You're left. Right. <laughs> hey, Marty, my name is Keith Garcia. I'm from California. Awesome. Uh, Rick Burtzall from Detroit, Michigan. Get on that mic, man. Let's hear you. Go. Uh, Rick Burtzall from Detroit, Michigan. There you go. Perfect. That's yeah, Jeremy Lamb from uh, Cobalt Kinetics in St. George. Jeremy. Hey, guys. I'm uh, Kalani Laker from Phoenix, Arizona. Kalani in the house. Hey, everybody. I'm Nick Atkinson from Austin, Texas. The second best stash that I've seen at the show. It's going to get better. It only gets better. <laughs> the guys from Tactical Walls, they're a uh, camera dude. Do you guys know who Doug Heen is? Old magician back in the – I'm older than you guys, but no, uh, we're probably the same oh, age. Damn. Oh, uh, <laughs> you and me are probably the same age. I, I know who you're talking about. Doug Henney, he was a magician. Yeah, he, had the, he had this, like, stash for days. Mm. He, he was really very stylized. Cool. His mm. just looks like a bush on his face. So so he looks good. like wider. He's, yeah. he's got, yeah. like, a yeah. wider little handle thing going. Mm-hmm. Very becoming for, for a three-gunner man. <laughs> I mean, love for, it. for a Texan, it's, it's almost obligatory, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's signature. Yeah. And then, of course, you, know, you got the awesome beard, man. Well, we've got different levels of facial hair going on. You know, yeah. our captain over here, Keith, we got to go clean shaven. Got to look good, right? There you he's, go. He's the face. Yeah. We got myself with the full beard. Yeah. You know, we got Nick with the stash, and then we got the Hawaiian Jedi over here. The Hawaiian <laughs> Jedi. <laughs> Just a little sprinkle. Got the little the chin strap going there, right? man. Yeah. And the flavor saver. <laughs> Just enough. Just enough. 
Awesome, awesome. So Cobalt Kinetics, uh, you guys are, are new to our audience. Um, I'm sure they've heard of you, uh, but we haven't had you on the show before, so this is our first time. So tell us about Cobalt Kinetics. Jeremy. Yeah, absolutely. You, you've, you been, know. you've been designated spokesman. <laughs> Everyone that. turn to me. I'm usually the one that doesn't talk. I just <laughs> sit in the corner, point fingers, that kind of thing. But, um, you know, we're new to the market uh, last year, and uh, we've been splashing ever since we hit. You know, we, we do things a little different. Yeah. You know, we come out big, and we, we, we bring the best products in the market. So Yeah, so the products that you guys are bringing to the market is you, you're doing the AR-15s. Yes, right. we d- we do. We uh, and a very sexy one at uh, that. Absolutely, might I say? Absolutely. I mean, the stash, you know, the very chin similar. strap, the uh, the uh, I don't want to say operator beard, but uh, <laughs> do we want to go that way? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the honey badger. It's thick, the honey badger, and then we got GQ right oh, here. Oh yeah, you know that's the that's the face. Yeah. You know, he's got to be pretty. It's it's a gun yeah. for everyone. Absolutely. That's the point I'm trying to make. Rick, Absolutely. It, Rick's it an is. operator on Clash of Clans. <laughs> <laughs> I operate pretty hard, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, we, we have seven patents in one year on the AR-15 platform alone, and that's all new stuff. That's not buttons. That's not add-ons. That's new function to the AR-15. Right. And so, I mean, we're, we're definitely innovating this market. We're driving it. You know, we're, yeah. we're saying keep up with us now. And, and, guys, we got some good video at Range Day on Monday, so we're going to be releasing those on YouTube. So make sure you check out our YouTube channel. Um, and obviously, I mean, you go to their website, and you've got pictures of this, this thing up there, these guns that you guys got. Describe for our listeners, if you can, in words, the sexiness of this AR. Well, let me let me handle that one. Yes. <laughs> All right. Get, get so, real close to the mic. Yeah, let's get a little deeper. Hey, get your very so, white voice yeah. on because you're getting sexy here, baby. Somebody hit the chimes. All right. So, <laughs> you know, last year it shot, uh, they made a, a big splash. Cobalt made a big splash when they brought out the dual drop. So, yeah, the uh, two forward assists on the gun. You push them. They also, uh, you know, a couple as a, a bolt release, yep. which is really cool, innovative, something. I was like, wow, you know what? That's, it's different. It's new. It's something that, uh, you know, people hadn't thought of before and innovative. And that is that is what innovative is all about. That's right? the key word. So yeah. they, when I came in to start uh, talking about uh, the, the rifle for this year, I told them, hey, the, the performance end of it, we, we can adjust some stuff. We can you know, put some other products in here. And they were very specific about wanting to do stuff in-house mm-hmm. with their engineers. And they've got some real brilliant guys. And the key about Cobalt is they didn't just bring in gun guys. They brought in a bunch of people from other industries who, right. were, who were engineers, who were mechanics, who just have a lot of varying experiences, graphic design, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And they didn't stick with just these are guns. This is what they're supposed to look like. This is the rule. There were no rules. Threw them out the door. I would tell them, hey, let's do this. And I, I, I took them all out to the ranch. I want all the employees out at the ranch. We're going to shoot guns. And I'm going to show you how my gun works, why it works fast, how I want to shoot it, and this is the performance level that we need to win. Right. And they would ask questions, and, and we got guys who just make bottling machines. we got guys who, you know, who, who just do graphic designs on computers, and they're looking at me like I'm alien because I'm out there shooting the way I'm talking. No. But they were asking good questions. Right. And at the end of the day— Things that you take for granted that, you know, that the questions that should be asked, you get yeah. somebody outside the box to— Absolutely. And one, one, of the, one of the things awesome. we were talking about was uh, the features of the gun that I was using at the time. And I was explaining to him why I used certain levers and how I used them and how it would be efficient to load. And I, I put in a magazine and one of the guys asked, well, why doesn't the bolt just go forward on its own? And I looked at him and uh, that, that one caught me off guard because I thought, well, it's been around I for a long know. time. And, uh, and I said, you know, if I shove it in my pistol hard enough, it goes forward on its own uh, every time. Right. Right. And there's no problem there. It doesn't just go off. There's no issues with it. It's, it's perfectly safe. Yep. I said, so, yeah, if you could do that, that'd be awesome. 
but you know it's nobody's done it so how are you gonna do it and these guys went back and a few weeks later they We've got this idea, and sure enough, uh, they move quick. Yeah. They move real quick. They've got some very intelligent guys. They do designs on the computers. They 3D print it. They'll put a CAD system together in a week, boom, and boom, we'll, boom. Have, yeah. we'll have it straight out of 70, 75 aluminum out the range shooting it. Sweet. And uh, the parts in this Cobalt Advantage re- uh, reloading system, they're not little dainty parts. They're big, thick, heavy, heat-treated parts. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the rifle isn't done yet. We're still working on it. But I'll tell you what, uh, it has a real bright future because they not only made it load itself they made the magazine eject on its own they right made it bolt lock back on its own and it's uh it's gonna be a real slick thing yeah so that's the thing it, it, you know people are saying so what makes yours different you know you're you're kind of real quickly going over some of those talk a little more detail about these features that you guys have with the you know the drop mag the bolt going forward the the dual Ford Assist, you know? There's a whole bunch of different options here. Like Jeremy mentioned, there's seven different patents on these on these varying things. And we're right. trying to figure out what's the best combination for the various markets. Because we're, we're going to have, you know, a black line that's going to be geared towards self-defense, law enforcement, mm-hmm. military. And in those, we want the traditional mag release. we gotta, we got to add that in. Right. We've gotta, that's we've, how those guys are trained. Yeah. yeah. But you know what? It, 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 it can work, be integrated in this system, too. Right. We got the dual drop. Now, can we get the dual drop to also help with maybe deactivating the, the, the car system so you can run the bowl as much as you want? Yeah. These are just things that they'll all be added on. It'll all get better and better. Now, explain to our listeners what dual, they hear, they hear the dual drop, but you know, they're Is like, it, what? So a dual drop, got an idea with basically if, if you that. look at a gun and you see two forward assists, so one on the right, one on the left, as mm-hmm. you're looking from, from when you're holding it, uh, the traditional forward assist is just going to, again, just going to help the bolt be pushed forward if it's a little bit out of battery. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, this one does that, plus if, the, if, the, if you load in a magazine mm-hmm. uh, on our traditional system, you press the dual drop, which either one of the forward assists, as you would normally, it will also release the bolt. There you go. Okay. Makes it nice and smooth. It's it's just kind of it makes it really ambidextrous too because you got one on each side. Right. Okay. Yep. You now you with it. Yeah. fast forward to the to the newest line, the Evolve series. Uh, we're going to have an adjustable. We have an adjustable aluminum stock, all billet. We have adjustable. We have a variety of aluminum grips yep. that can be put on it. Uh, we re-engineer the fore end so you can shoot all day. It doesn't get hot. Um, made a compensator in-house that's extremely efficient as well mm-hmm. as a buffer system that has uh, three different weights, two different springs. Uh, it can be adjusted to the shooter's size right. as well as just the, their needs for how they want the gun to react to them. Yeah. And it's extremely flat shooting. The car system is just an addition to that, and that's the Cobalt Advantage reloading system. Mm-hmm. When you have the bolt locked open and you insert a magazine with rounds in it, the bolt goes forward on its own. Right. Okay? When you fire the last round of the magazine, it drops out, and there's still a round in the chamber. So that could be your indicator, hey, it's time to reload. And if yeah, it, when you if, lose your magazine, it, <laughs> that's well, a pretty good indicator. In, instead of I'm the, out. <laughs> yeah, instead of the bolt just locking back like we do traditionally, and you've got a dead trigger, mm-hmm. this is actually it's going to tell you, hey, there's still there's one left in the chamber. It can be shot. Yeah, uh, but you can put another mag in now. Now, I didn't notice this. Are those uh, your own magazines as well? Or are you using uh, we were using uh, a variety of different brands. Uh, okay. At the range day, we had Magpul. Okay. Because uh, everybody seems to run those and like them. Well, yeah, so, they're popular. Yeah, yeah, they're very popular. They're out there. So, uh, but, but, yeah, again, the uh, magazines are it'll, – it'll, hopefully, in the end, it'll work with anything. Yeah. yeah. They're still tinkering with that because yeah. those are the prototypes. Right. But they were, they were very efficient, a lot, a lot of fun to shoot. They um, were, yeah. I, yeah. I really enjoyed them, man. And, yeah. and Rick was tearing it up, man. Oh, Rick, talk about shooting the gun, man. Well, I mean, with all those features that Keith talked about, they also added things like a, an adjustable gas block and a proof research barrel. And this is honestly one of the flattest shooting rifles that, that I've shot in my competitive time. Um, 
you know, you can keep it on a BC zone at, at 50 yards, no problem, even when you're pulling the trigger quick. It's it's really an impressive system, and I'm looking forward to shooting it this year. Yeah, yeah. it's it's a sexy thing. Now, the butt stop, that's that's something that caught my eye. Talk about that, the design of that butt stop. Yeah, so that is also machined out of 7075 build aluminum, and it's got multiple positions for both length of pull, um, four different cheek risers, so you can adjust the height depending on the, uh, the height of the optic, and then the butt plate itself can move up and down for your your cheek or your uh, your shoulder weld. So mm-hmm. um, it gives you a lot of different options and a lot of versatility for different size individuals and different shooting environments. Very cool. And you've got you've got two different kinds, right? You've got a fixed, and then you've also got an uh, adjustable. At this point, I'm sure you're going to come out with some. Some other maybe some folding and you know oh, yeah absolutely actually there, so there's three right now available we have our fixed aluminum and we have our adjustable aluminum and then we have on our carbine systems we have a variety of options just like anyone you could pull off and put on the stock of your choice we have ones down at the booth with the archangel mm-hmm. uh, you have four position stock on them right right so traditional ar-15 parts are going to be interchangeable on this for the most part right yes for the most part okay yeah for the, we gotta say that for the most part yeah <laughs> well the one thing ni- nice about this gun because they designed it from the ground up and everything's done in-house yeah. um it makes mil spec look bad because their tolerances are really 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 tight yeah, so I you mean, go above and beyond above and beyond yeah just trying to take the gun apart because the top the upper and lower are mated to each other it, it takes a little bit of a little bit of doing to get it apart because right. it's so well it, the tolerances are so tight yeah so all right so we haven't talked about the handguard yet and so you've got a, a unique handguard, you know. With absolutely, things. absolutely. Uh, Nick actually is the uh, the brains behind that one. Okay. I don't, know if I'm the, I don't know if I'm the brains behind it, but uh, so the the handguard, seventy seventy five built aluminum. Also, uh, it's machined to match the upper that it's on. And uh, the guys at Cobalt just came up with a really slick design. Like he said, they bring in people that that's what they do. They do design. They make stuff look sexy. Yeah. And they really did that. Uh, now they, I got to ask, did they design your stash? Uh, is that is that no, that's all natural okay that wasn't drawn <laughs> up on a board like dude, it may or may not have been is. in the contract we, we won't go there <laughs> that's un- remind, remind me to tell you a story about the mustache when, when we're done okay that's, off air okay that's that's untrimmed, that's untrimmed all natural oh no no, no. it's it's uh, it, no it, it's on air i just want to make sure he finishes his point for it's kind of funny i got you I so uh anyway where was i uh so sexy, sexy. design right so and yes. then they take then they take input you know uh from us shooting the rifles and uh make little changes here and there just to make it uh, comfortable and what uh, you know, what three gunners want and what what shooters really want, you know. So I mean, everything can look good on paper, but you got to make it functional too, and so that they, right. they find the happy. It's got to make there. sense once right. it comes out. So the uh, on the uh, BAMF and the uh, edge, the uh, handguard has these awesome like killer spikes looking on the end of them. You know, just makes it look super dangerous and fast right right uh on the uh evolve and the competition model they're reduced a little bit just because we're handling those guns super i mean crazy uh situations really fast and yeah. jamming them into barricades and you know match directors get kind of pissed off if you start tearing up the props yeah so they make <laughs> just little changes here and there like that uh and they're apt to dq you sometimes yeah. uh, they are yeah. yeah if you tear a prop sometimes you get kicked out of there you get run out of town uh Terry but King. uh I mean, it, it's uh, the M-Lock system, you know, it is is compatible with the M-Lock system, so you just slide on the rail that you want where you want it and mm-hmm. slap on whatever accessories you want. The uh, end of the uh, rail has a built-in uh, upper and lower rail that's like, uh, what, an inch and a half, two inches long, uh, so you can slap on a front sight or a, a little light or something light, like that without, laser without having to put an M-Lock section in. So, yeah. I mean, awesome. I mean, And that's one of the most 
uh, uh, I guess, distinguishing characteristics of this rifle is that the end of that that handgun, right? And that's really what they wanted to stick with. And that's, in fact, whenever I first saw the rifle, I asked about that, and it was just like that's that's part of the brand, right? It really is the signature. It just gives it a mean look. Well, it kind of acts as a, a hand stop too. You know, when you're reaching out on that thing, it's just you know it yep. naturally right. catches your hand, so you don't have to really add a you know a hand stop or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, you don't have to worry right. about getting too close to the comp or the muzzle. Right. And it's just the right profile, you know. You get a lot of these handguards that they they're designed. I understand, uh, you know, the the need for uh, to have a handguard that a, a suppressor will fit under. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the, a lot of guys will run those without any desire to run a suppressor under them, and it's just they're so big and it's just not comfortable. Right. And then you get some of these handguards that are so small that you get they heat up really easy. They get so hot you can't hold them. Uh, and then they're all, and they're almost too small, you know. Yeah. So it's awkward. And the and the handguard that they came up with is just the right design, just the right shape. You know, it's got uh, a lot of good edges on it. That just, I mean, it's, I can't say enough good things about it. Um, no, keep going. <laughs> say more, <laughs> right? But one thing, actually, one thing, uh, Rick. Talked You're on about a roll, man. One thing Rick talked about briefly that uh, I want to let Kalani touch on uh, is uh, he he talked about the tunability of these guns, but uh, didn't mention the uh, the new buffer system. Uh, and that is, I mean, when you talk about tuning a rifle, you talk about tuning the gas, uh, tuning the bolt carrier, tuning the springs. Uh, the buffer system plays a lot into that. Yeah. Kalani. So Kalani, Kalani's our buffer expert. Sure, absolutely. Um, Why not? Right? The beauty of the AR-15 system, the ability to uh, adapt it to the shooter. Yeah. And I think that's what every American loves is that you know they can personalize it like their vehicle. And absolutely. when it comes to the cobalt system. Uh, I I do call it a system. I don't usually call it a rifle. I said this mm-hmm. is the cobalt system because it was engineered by guys way smarter than I am. Yeah. Um, from the bus talk to the muzzle. Now, do you and call those guys eggheads? I, do they take that? I call them engineers. Engineers. Call them engineers. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> so um, again, I'm a driver, not a mechanic. But um, there's stuff that I do like. I have the uh, fortunate experience in the past and you know present to uh shoot ar-15s quite a bit yeah and um i shoot certain ammo just like everybody else does mm-hmm. uh, we all kind of got uh, your preference yeah absolutely yeah so there's times where i like shooting the uh you know lightweight uh powder puff loads and mm-hmm. there's times that i like to reach out and touch someone or thing yeah and knock uh, it down uh, absolutely so what's nice about the uh cobalt system is that you can adjust it depending upon what you're going to do that week, that year, uh, that season, and that so, match. And yeah, I do. So yeah, from match to match, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah absolutely. Uh, yeah, and actually, you touch on a good point. Um, you know, three gun is not a the very same. It's fast. not the same game every competition. You know, every, no, huh? every it depends if different. you're going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It depends if you're going west coast, east coast. Um, depending on you know, it depends upon the series. Mm-hmm. If you're going to shoot, you know, in pistol bays only, or if you're going to shoot at something like uh, you know New Mexico or uh, Texas, mm-hmm. uh, where you're going to contend with winds, right? Um, elevation, uh, rain, stuff like that. So when so when that happens, I do tend to use a heavier bullet. Um, a little higher velocity. Mm-hmm. I'm not shooting just like you know Q-tips right. or Tic Tacs um, at a really light uh, or really slow velocity. What's nice about the Cobalt system is that you can adjust the gas, adjust the uh, uh, buffer weight, buffer uh, spring tension to give the shooter not only flat but uh, you know zero muzzle rise, but uh, also less uh, recoil mm-hmm. that you're going to feel in the shoulder. Now we're talking two to three. I understand that. I'm very very recoil um, adverse. 
<laughs> adverse. So, I just <laughs> challenged. I just, if I could, I would shoot just a pretty lightweight brick that didn't move, <laughs> and um, you know something came out of it. And uh, with the with the cobalt, I think system. they make one of those. It's called a high point. <laughs> oh damn! All right. <laughs> so I love I love I love being able to just point my finger somewhere and go pew pew, and um, something falls down. Pew pew, ting ting. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think with the like Nick was talking about and Rick and Keith is uh, we started with that system from the muzzle to the buttstock. When you shoot the gun, it's it's really funny. So at range day, uh, we were advertising or showcasing the car system right right uh which is that brand new out of the box innovative reload feature and half the time people were talking about that and half the time they look at me and say dude the gun doesn't move i said absolutely that's what you want if we could shoot lasers we would see and you bring up a good point there too and that's something that i didn't notice until after i got a few more rounds down Mm -hmm. because i was just so enamored with all the other features Mm -hmm. of it i didn't really notice how level at state yeah you know? absolutely i mean you pull the trigger and you pull the trigger again you pull the trigger again and you realize the dot didn't move yeah the dot just doesn't move yeah stayed and on so, cue every time yeah absolutely but you know one of the easiest ways to uh reduce recoil in a uh rifle or any type of firearm is to add weight to it mm-hmm. so we didn't do that you might remember when you picked up the rifle that the weight was right between your hands it's mm-hmm. not forward heavy it's not back heavy yeah it was it was centered yeah, like a pendulum. Yeah. It's right there. So when we go, when we start uh, working on the rifle, we want it to be akin to holding a child. All right? So you hold your child close, right? I mean, you're going to hold it tight, and you don't want to let it go. You don't want to kind of let it swing its head goes somewhere. He's tearing up. Come on, guys. <laughs> He's tearing up. I tear up every time I talk about the Squirt those system, tears. You know what I mean? So when you pick up the rifle, and you'll see, I mean, I got a lot of questions on the angle of the uh, pistol grip. Right. So why do you use that, that angle? Well, the traditional A2 grip has quite a bit of an angle on it. And the reason why is because usually with the rifle system, it's front heavy. Yeah. So you need that angle there to, to touch the pad of your hand. You know, to help hold it up, you don't need that with the cobalt at all. So the gun's there. It's like holding. It's like holding a baby. It's like holding a baby. <laughs> Absolutely, it's your baby. It is your baby. <laughs> yeah. Amen. <laughs> so, going a little more detail about you were talking about how the buffer system is adjustable. Oh yeah. Actually, I'm gonna pass it back to Nick. Nick's gonna talk about the okay. adjustability of the engineer. buffer. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I, I tried to I tried to lead Kalani into it, and he's just not biting. I guess. But uh, so, <laughs> you were doing good coaching right. there. So, yeah. <laughs> so uh, he, he's actually getting a little teary. That's why he had to pass the mic back. Uh, there's so, some there's some tissue over there. <laughs> so we're all familiar with the uh, traditional buffer system, right? You got a, the aluminum buffer in there, and it's got the spring that makes all kinds of noise. The only way yeah. to adjust that is either buy another buffer uh, or take it apart and do some mad scientist stuff in your garage. Um, you can swap springs out, you know, whatever, but you're still going to get that racket and everything. So the guys at Cobalt came up with this, uh, nylon sleeve, basically that goes into the, uh, the buffer tube Okay. and the spring fits nice and snug in there and it eliminates all that rattle around crunching noise that you get when you shoot it. So it's right. just dead silence. Uh, it also, uh, the, uh, the buffer is plastic. So you've you get this super slick metal on metal right right so you don't get all that noise but it's also just you get less uh friction Mm -hmm. right so you get less resistance you can tune less heat uh, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, yep. uh, so you uh, you can t- – well, don't quote me. I'm not an engineer. I don't know that. But, I, I uh, it's true. I am. I'm a yeah, closet right, engineer. engineer. So, so. Uh, but uh, so you 
you can tune it uh, you can tune it better because you get less uh, resistance and then this uh, the buffer that comes in the guns you just pop the cap off if you want to change the weight of it and you, there's tungsten weights or steel weights you can buy to swap those in and out cool and it'll take a regular spring so you can just if you like a lighter spring or a heavier spring or you want to you want to mix and match, then you can try all kinds of different combinations. And right, like you're and, saying, depending on the competition that you're in, you know, you might need to tune it different. Right, different yeah, weights. for different ammo. Right. Yeah. So, but the the for me, I, when I picked it up and I ran the uh, when I ran the charging handle, I'm like, man, that's so quiet. And it's and I, and I don't know why it's such a big deal for me for it to just <laughs> not make that terrible wang noise, you know, when yeah. you shoot, especially a new gun. Uh, that it's, it's like just, nails on a chalkboard. Yeah, and it and it's just I mean it just screams perfection. Yeah, yeah. yeah. smooth, low drag, right. high speed, high speed, low drag. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> and the big thing about the the nylon sleeve in there is that if anybody has ever tried to compress a spring by itself, you've always seen where the in the middle of the spring it tries to like bulge out in different places as the spring gets compressed. Well, with the nylon sleeve and the tighter tolerances that these guys are using. That doesn't occur, and the spring is able to compress in a linear fashion instead mm-hmm. of outward. Right. So that translates into, like Nick, Nick said, less friction and higher efficiency. And in our game, we want to tune our gas down as far as we can so that we get as little recoil and muzzle rise as possible. Mm-hmm. So when you reduce all of the friction and optimize the efficiency of the firearm, that's what the end result is. Better that, accuracy. Thank you, Rick, for putting everybody to sleep. Let's uh, <laughs> let's talk <laughs> let's talk about Nick's mustache now because he grew this thing out. And it was right, probably so here's the story. Yeah. It was probably here's about five inches longer uh, back in what Novemberish time uh, frame. October, uh, October was at its peak. Get a nice Polaroid of it. Oh, yeah, this is this yeah, is pretty it was, glorious. It was, four and, it was four and a half months untrimmed. It, yeah, it was. It was. You know. It. It. Uh, yeah. We're you, still talking about your face, right? Oh yeah. It had two mustaches. Yes. See, there was a big one then a junior one underneath oh, it. Oh, hang on. Yeah. I got that, I got that oh. picture. So you're using the wax and everything to get oh, that yeah. stuff you're going. So, yeah. So we put we, a little wax in so you don't actually bite it when you're eating a hamburger or something. When I was talking with the Cobalt guys about, you know, having a team, uh, I, I was suggesting uh, these gentlemen. And um, I told Nick before the, uh, before the first meeting that he had to shave. Because I said these these this is a company from Utah. They're little straight shooters, and uh, I don't want you showing up looking like some <laughs> some some circus clown, you know. And so he shows up, and then he asks the guys, he goes, "Hey, look at my picture." And they're they're like, "Wow, that's great! You should, why'd you cut it off?" You need, you need, we want you to have that on. We want you to grow. We want you to shoot with that. And, and, and perfect. Oh, he's got yeah. the double yeah, handles the, the going. Double handles. Double, nice. double yeah. rainbow. <laughs> no one to be scared off by that, right? So no, no, they no. actually, in, Hide in, kids. in true form of the Cobalt guys, they, every time I come out there, they surprise me with something. And they were actually very supportive. Keeping of, it fresh. Of, of Nick uh, and his uh, his mustache. Yeah. And Keeping it, they were it. mad that it Keeping was gone. It 1800s. Well, I was disappointed <laughs> because when I got the news that uh, it was making a comeback, you know, it was not... It, for shot, I couldn't get it up. I mean, I couldn't get it up. Get he there. couldn't yeah. get it up for shot. <laughs> <laughs> he's, been, he's been hanging around a lot of public a lot of guys have that just problem, bro. <laughs> Especially day three, a lot of yeah. guys have that problem. <laughs> Exhaustion sets in. Yeah, it, you know, he's fatigue. Come on, ladies, yeah. we uh, get fatigue. Okay, so right. he's been in a lot of rest stops. Yeah. However, yeah. for spring season, it's going to be full force. Yeah, it'll be there glorious. you go. Just yeah. don't let it get so long that it blows into your eyes or it clears your skull. With that wax that he's got on there, it's not moving. Right. So when I the when it was at at its height. The golden age. Uh, when I shouldered a rifle, I had to. I actually had to use wax to, to, to like get it out of the way. To my face because 
when I would shoulder a rifle, it would push it up under my glasses and into my eye. Dude, you got to get, you know, like they have on sunglasses, those little things. You got to get that for your stash. Yeah. Pull it back. Nice. Yeah. Yes. Nice. The, the, yeah. the cord from the 80s. You just hold it down. You can take that to market. Just yeah. 10% wow. finder fee yeah. for me. That'll stash be a, a whole new, stash yeah. band. That'll be a yes. whole new product line. Absolutely. So Cobalt could come mm. out with that, right? We, we can make that happen. I like it. The, I like with the it blue and everything. Yeah. yeah. That would be awesome. You know, another thing that's really cool about Cobalt. Um, your color? Well, yeah, I'm going to say it. You know, I love the, the color, the, man. The, the, yeah, okay, so here's a funny story. We just had uh, Matt Duffy, the third baseman from the Giants, stop by the booth. Yeah. Right, good dude, right? Awesome. So I tried to hand him a rifle with my blue scope mount, the blue for, blue uh, compensator and all, and then basically it looks like the Dodgers colors, right? Yeah. yeah he looked at me as all, I'm he's not, like, not going to hold that. He's like, no, dude. No, dude. <laughs> It was it was actually pretty funny because he's like he's really nice, very humble, nice guy. He's like he's like nah, I'm not taking a picture with that. I grabbed the one that was uh, that was one that was red, and he uh, he liked that one. Better. He's like I got contractual obligations. Yeah, I can't no, okay. I can't be around that color. Change the color, and I'm in, dude. Totally understood it. I you guess. guys had like a uh, it was like all silver one or something down so. Yeah, that's uh, you know we we were all trying chrome. to look for nice chrome. Yeah, there's a chrome one, there's hand a polished, polished, yeah, hand polished. We've got uh, basically any color you want. I mean, we can make what you want. Sky's so, the limit. Yeah. Sky's the limit. Yeah, yeah. With today's technology, with the you yeah. know the hydro dipping, the seracoding, you know whatever it may be. Yeah, so you you name it, we'll make it. And uh, she get got a. Uh, I did her. Uh, I built her a Mickey Mouse AR. Oh, you got pictures? You got any pictures of it? No. If you, uh, if you it was for a, her birthday. I'll build her one. That's awesome. If you get a chance yeah. to look get at the uh, the hand polished one up close, you need to check it out because it's also hand engraved on ev- around every little opening and crevice. Oh wow! Hand engraved. Yeah, it's something crazy like like, got, like those Beretta shotguns yeah, that yeah. they do. The Italians go. Well, in. it's not. It's not crazy. It's just little accents like pinstripe. It's like a pinstripe. Hand, hand yeah. stripe, pinstripe. Very cool. Hand, hand done. But yeah, I mean, they, they got do, something crazy like two hundred hours. Check in your thing. faces. We actually talked them. about that yesterday. We should do that. So I'm thinking the uh, kind of a Spice Girls theme with uh, Scary Spice and Mount, Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore came up, and uh, uh, you know we suggested that they plant trees for facial hair. You know, if we did a Mount Rushmore type thing, yeah, you know, we know a lot of trees for Rick's face, but yeah, quite a few. He's, a, he's got a forest, yeah. And then we need some, we need some maybe some sagebrush for climbing. Uh, <laughs> he's more like tumbleweed. Tumbleweed, yeah. just a little bit here and there. Just a, <laughs> I like it. Awesome. So where are you guys headed? Where's Cobalt headed? What's the future for Cobalt? So this year, uh, the, the team's going to be traveling all across the country. We're not only going to uh, go out and shoot matches. We're going to, you know, we'll put up some demos here and there. We'll Hopefully, if uh, if all things work out, when people buy the higher-end guns, uh, we're going to give them a class with it and set up some classes around the country as well. So they can, cool. they can come out. We can show them how to shoot that gun to its top-level performance. Yeah. We're looking to couple with some other, you know, other you know, optics manufacturers and Stuff, offer packages on the guns, so it should be a real exciting year. We're, we're going to be around hopefully for uh, for about you know at least two, three, four years together. Hopefully, you, we'll see you, how this works out. <laughs> I'm adding on years as we go. Don't don't put a time limit on it, man. No, it, it, yeah. I cannot wait to see that mustache in four years. That's oh, just yeah. I'm going to throw it out there, untrimmed. Yeah, oh yeah, don't you, touch it. You going to rock it? I can't wait to see Keith in four years. I mean, you got to do some burns with I'll that. Be, too, I'll be retired man. then. <laughs> Sideburns with that. Oh yeah, you know. I mean, you got to do it. I don't know. No. I don't know. I get no. I get a real thick neck beard. I could do it. Sounds like it's been vetoed. No neck beards are out. Oh my god! What are you, or, Andrew uh, Luck? Or uh, I could do I could do. Uh, <laughs> Although the lucky pulls it off. <laughs> we're talking about Wyatt Earp. It's because he's got bad acne. Is why Andrew does it. Have you seen uh, Kurt Russell's latest mustache? It's like Mm-mm. all the way down, and it comes off the bottom of his chin, and oh. it's about oh, yeah. this wide. Wow! Wasn't he in that? 
um, was it the Hateful Eight? Eight? Yeah. I love that yeah. man. Did you guys see that's that? The, that's no, the mustache. I haven't seen that one yet. So that's the next oh, one. Pretty good. Quentin Tarantino. Love it. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I told my wife. It's badass. We went and saw it, and I told her because uh, you know this is obviously Tombstone inspired. So, exactly. So I told her that's the next one I'm growing, and she looked at me and was like, "Absolutely not." That would be perfect, man. <laughs> we'll call you the bounty hunter. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So that's what you guys. Have you got nicknames? What are you? What, oh. You're a team. You gotta have nicknames. Well, like he's gotta be there. Like, that one over there is Silver er, Fox. Oh boy, Silver Fox. <laughs> I don't know where they come up with that. I have no idea. Respect your elders, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we've gotten gotten nicknames yet, no, other than the well, captain. Yeah, we've been talking about each other. We just don't see it to each other's face. I got you. That's true. No, I see the poster, man. I see you guys doing a whole poster, team poster, and you well, know, you got you know the freaking the sheriff. You know. <laughs> You got the Hawaiian, yeah. <laughs> the Jedi. Well, he is actually Kalani. You one. got Hawaiian Jedi, the bear, honey badger, the honey, honey badger, badger. <laughs> maybe a Wolverine because they're kind of small but low to the ground. I they're was trying fierce. to be complimentary. I was giving you the bear. There's a downsizing you. Koala honey, bear, honey koala bear. Nice. All right. So he's showing me a picture here of uh, some stormtroopers, lightsaber, and he's holding that chrome. Is that the badass mother? Yes, it is. B A M F. It stands go. for something else. Uh, what is it? Billet? Billet Aluminum Modern Fire. There you go. There you go. Billet Aluminum. Thank you, Nick. Nailed That's why it. we're a team. So we had, we had a uh, composite artist come in and take pictures the other night at the Skyloft. That's awesome. And we're going to do a, a, a team picture. And uh, you, when you fall asleep and your phone's laying out and he grabs it and he can do stuff to your stuff. And this, this morning I woke up and that was my screensaver. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and and then, then, yeah, the stuff to your stuff. Nick, it's a whole different thing when Rick starts doing it. But uh, it, We won't it, go there. Yeah, right. But we'll have, we'll have some really cool pictures from uh, Kevin. Later. That's out. cool. Yeah, we'll throw that up on Instagram. We'll have you guys out. seen that movie Days of Thunder? Oh yeah, Cold Trickle. Yeah. You know, he was talking about. He said, "I'm, I'm just the driver. You know, I don't know anything <laughs> yeah. about you know the cars." You guys ought to do like a little play on that. Days of Thunder. Well, but, I love but, that movie. But see, we Loved actually it. do have to know about our cars because you know, we're we're also selling them. You know, so right. it's not like that's Matt, right. That's Jeff right. Gordon doesn't sell you. You know, he, he don't sell, sell those cars. Yeah. <laughs> He's not selling the engine. Right, what, what do you think about this? We get the poster with everybody in the in the Star Wars thing. We call it Cars Wars. Cars Wars. Uh, no. Alright. Uh, <laughs> no. Get you guys. <laughs> you get cobalt in there somehow. We'll come well the car system, so cars. It's cars. Car system. Cobalt the advantage reloading system. There you go. It's cars, so you know it's good. Car Wars. Return of the Bamp. We get <laughs> Return of the Bamp. This is good. We got Chewy over here. Uh-huh. Right? So, so we got the new one with the cars, and then the Bamp, you know, comes back. Yeah. Wait, right. does that mean you're Yoda? Revenge of the Bamp. I am not Yoda, damn it. <laughs> yeah, if we that start needs going to be, into the... That needs to be your sound effect when you shoot is Bamp. Bam, bam, bam. Put it into every video bam. and have it like a puff. Bam. Have you seen the uh, Have you seen the video that's the squeaky toy sounds every time they're shooting? No. Oh my god. Oh yes, I have seen that. They're shooting shotguns. There's these guys squeaky, trying to be super squeaky. tactical. Yeah, that sounds like rubber duckies yeah. and stuff. <laughs> I have heard that one. That's who a, was that? I, I don't, somebody that's hilarious. That's who. I don't know. I thought it was. Um, oh gosh, somebody took. Uh, what's the guy who's? Costa, Costa. Costa. Somebody did a Costa video like that. The one I'm thinking of is uh, guys doing like this shotgun training that you're you're just watching and you're cringing while they're doing it. But then when they change it to squeaky sounds and they have a lullaby playing in the background, it's so perfect. (laughs) I haven't seen that one. The one I saw was Costa. Somebody did the little squeaky, squeaky 
yeah. uh, to him doing it. Because he's got that real serious look. And, and then you hear, squeaky, squeaky. Oh, my God. <laughs> the look that could kill. Yes, absolutely. Rapid prone. So uh, how can our listeners get in touch with you if they want to get their hands on one of these bamps? Well, uh, Rick Kalani and I, you're going to hit up fine on the internet. We have the uh, Cobalt Kinetics uh, shooting team fan, uh, Facebook page as well as Instagram page, and we'll take messages on either one. Uh, Nick, with that uh, mustache, will be hanging around restaurants along I-5. <laughs> <laughs> so, free mustache rides, you'll see, you'll see him there. Uh, mustaches yeah. in California mean something different than mustaches in Texas. So <laughs> let's just clarify that for everybody out there. Yeah, have them feel free to uh, check out the Cobalt Kinetics website as mm-hmm. well as their Facebook page. Uh, we will answer questions on any of those. Yeah, Leadheads, make sure you go check them out on Facebook, like their page, comment, uh, give them some feedback on the system, and uh, hopefully those things will be out soon enough for people to uh, put in their own vaults at home. Yeah, we're looking probably July. July. Get them out there. It's coming the, up. So and that's, that's, the dealers. And, that, and that's for the that's new shot, one. That's shot, our Evolve. NRA. Yeah. That's yeah. for the Evolve. The that, yeah. Banff is already available. Oh, it is? Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. So they can get the Banff now. Absolutely. Okay, so you guys can go ahead and start your Cobalt Kinetics collection right now. Is there, is there any uh, other platforms in the work right now? You know, I got an NDA. I don't, I don't know what I can, uh, how much we can say about that. But I, I can tell you this. Uh, yeah. Every year, you know, for, okay, so 2014, 2015, now the uh, 2016 show, um, we've come out with something new each time. And I, and I have right. a feeling that the, this time next year we will have a whole new platform that will wow everybody. Okay. All right. Can I, can I speculate? You're not going to answer. We're going to sit here straight. We're going to sit here straight face. I'm a pretty good face reader. All right, try it. You know, there's too much hair on our faces to even read it though. Try it. Try it. Pistol. Shotgun. (laughs) (laughs) Kalani, what was that? You lose. (laughs) Yeah, but for Kalani to get his perfect shotgun, he'd have to get him to 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 authorize a 28 gauge. (laughs) My next guess was going to be. In, in all fairness, Kalani, Kalani lost $1,500 playing Casino Stair Wars last night. <laughs> <Did> <laughs> you really? so, so it's not fair that you actually looked him in the eye. Uh, you tourist. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much for being on. Uh, again, Leadheads, check them out. Cobalt Kinetics. Uh, the guys, uh, do you guys post your schedules where you're going to be uh, competing? Is that, is that we will get other? that up on Facebook shortly. Okay, sounds good. And you can always... Uh, come here let us know when you got news to to drop you know we're the exclusive um you hear it first kind of news absolutely that's where people come talking lead thanks so much for having us on and and we'll get that info to you first hells yeah yeah i look forward to uh coming out and watch you guys compete too you're gonna be shooting more on the east coast game this year like you were last year maybe rock castle again oh yeah i'll I'll, do some of those i'll definitely be out there very cool yeah i want to get out to some of the uh the the West Coast ones too. I wasn't aware Kentucky was the East Coast. I was, I was it's it's East from of Vegas. Come east on, East of Vegas. <laughs> he said East Coast. Wait, wait, like, Kentucky Ooh. isn't on the East Coast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of. Is that, 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 that general? Up, general Jack. Jack. <laughs> There's a body of water up there. Yeah, it's east of the Mississippi. That's going. Rick's, Rick's a fact. Rick's, Rick's a northern. Science. You know, Michigan. Very cool, Sorry, buddy. It's all right. All right. Good job, guys. That was awesome. Thanks, brother. I appreciate it. Hell yeah. That was I very think cool. I saw you. Were you at Rock Castle? I've been there like three times. It's way cool. Nice. Cool.
Guys, I appreciate Tactical Walls is a family-owned and operated business based in the Shenandoah Valley of Virginia. Our products are proudly manufactured in the United States. Every product is handcrafted using mostly U.S. source materials whenever possible. We make products that are simple to install, are easy to use, and offer discrete storage solutions for every room. Our in-wall concealment covers are a two-part concealment solution. The insert sits recessed in your wall space, flush with your drywall between 16 on-center studs. The cover mounts around the insert to conceal your new storage space, and it's all protected with a seamless magnetic locking system. You can purchase covers and inserts separately for your own needs, or save when you buy a bundle. Tactical wall concealment shelves are designed to mount on your wall for an easily accessible concealed storage option that doesn't require you to cut a hole in your wall. The bottom of the shelf hinges down to allow you access to your stored items with ease. Accessories like LED lighting and extra foam pads allow you to truly customize your shelf to your needs. Tactical Wall's line of concealment furniture offers you a useful piece of furniture for your room, plus the added bonus of built-in concealment storage. If putting something on the wall isn't for you, try out a solid-built piece of our furniture. New to the Tactical Walls family of concealment solutions, concealment home decor, such as concealment wall clocks, concealment lamps, and even concealment tissue boxes, with more products on the way. So make sure you visit us at tacticalwalls.com and check out all our home concealment solutions. Tactical Walls, the leading innovator in home firearms concealment. All right, guys, welcome back to the ASP Artificial Shoulder Pocket and Talking Lead coverage of the 2016 SHOT Show. I have got two new guests in the room with me now. I have, and he's not new, but uh, you guys will know Andrew Brenneman. How y'all doing? With uh, Kalashnikov USA. He's been on the show in the past. You recognize him from our, our old days at uh, the National Armory. And he's brought a buddy with him. He's brought Mikey Hartman, owner, owner of the Hartman Optics. Hello, hello. Did I get that right? Yeah, you did pretty good. I did all right. Yeah. I'm sure you'll correct me. Uh, I promise you. I and, and all the other hats that you wear as well. I have a few of those. With CAA. Yes, I did. CAA Israel and CAA USA. Yeah, and we build a new company now in Israel called Kalachnikov called Israel, so we're making AKs in Israel. Oh, okay. So that's another thing. I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm going to tell you a whole bunch of secrets today. Uh, well, this is, we are known as the uh, show for people to come and, you know, drop their new yeah. exclusives. Because you, you hear you first know that you're homosexual as well? Yes, they, they all know that. Sounds yeah. good. That's no. <laughs> as, as 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 we're not keeping any secrets. Uh, <laughs> You know, by swing both ways. ACDC, you know. No, I don't There's a lot of sparks flying. I don't know what's going on here. I hear good things about Israeli men, you know. They're hairy. The Israeli women, that's a whole. They're also hairy from what I hear. No, they're also hung like donkeys. The Israeli women have, we don't have any really obesity here in 
in Israel. Yeah. Um, you don't see really a lot of fat people. Right. And it's probably because everyone has to be in the army. You know, it's mandatory in Israel, so it's not like a volunteer army. So when you're 18 years old, man does it for three years, girls do it for two years automatically. Right. So I think because they run them a lot, so they keep really, really thin. Yeah, they keep them active. Yeah. 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 So, so sitting on the couch eating bonbons, watching soap operas. No, we don't We don't get bonbons in Israel. We don't get, we get no bonbons. So we don't even have an IHOP. In what? Israel, which really uh, sucks. So we don't do a hash there, There's your next fortune is open up an IHOP. We actually talked about that. Yes, I did. I did. <laughs> this, is, this is the future. The future is IHOPs in Israel, I'm telling you. I mean, hash we don't have 24-hour day things that you can walk in at 3 in the morning and get something to eat. We don't have right. Them. You just get some bacon. Uh, yeah. You don't you have to get bacon. Yeah. On, uh, the Russians, the Russians will eat it. Bacon's our problem, but you can find some sort of... Uh, uh, some sort of pig somewhere in Israel. But Turkey, right, right, right. Yeah. I hear you guys are overrun with Russians in, in Israel. Yes, we are. You know, I'll tell you something about the Russians. <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> let's, let's hear, tell us about the Russians. Uh, they're actually, uh, they live in certain areas in Israel, so they, they're like communities. Mm-hmm. So, and you won't hear them speaking Hebrew. They'll speak only Russian. It's like a thing between them. They don't, they won't speak the language of the country. They keep their language right. right. The country. Yeah. But, if we're here in Chacho, I have to tell you, 85% of all snipers and sharpshooters in the Israeli army are Russian immigrants. Really? Isn't that crazy? That and is. And they, I would always ask, that, you know, I built the issue school in Israel. Mm-hmm. And I commanded that for about 17 years. So basically, I wrote the Israeli doctrine on how to shoot. A lot of people ask me, why is it that almost all the all the snipers and sharpshooters are, are Russian immigrants? Mm-hmm. And, and I try to understand that. And uh, I tell them, if I go to a Russian guy and I say, do A, B, and C like the doctrine says, mm-hmm. they salute. And they do A, B, and C. If you go to a regular Israeli guy and you say, do A, B, and C like the document says, they say, no, no, we have a better idea. Let's do a H, Y, and C. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, no, we, we got a better idea. Bringing Israeli sneakers smarter than everybody else. It's all problem with the Jews as well. But that's, that's a whole other topic. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so uh, I think that's one of the reasons there's more discipline. Yeah. And we, we have nowhere near the discipline you guys have in your military. I've been into so many bases in, in uh Fort Bragg, I've been to Camp Lejeune, I've been to a lot of bases in there. I, I told you I trained a lot of the guys when they would go to Afghanistan or Iraq. Right, and, right, right. And when we came here, I would also deal with them. And I see the way you guys walk in bases and you're walking in your lines and you're walking. You guys are all very saluting all the time. If someone salutes me in Israel as a lieutenant colonel, I look behind my back to see if there's a general around because they don't have no one salute you. We don't have discipline in Israel. None. No so it's always shooting from your hip. We're the champions of information. So we shoot from our hip a lot and we make it up we make it up as we go along. So we don't lie about the senior pants. We don't do doctrine. And that's kinda of what I do here on the show. So I you can see fit that. in perfect yeah, man. I can see that. I've, I've noticed that. Let's let's talk about the Hartman Optics technique. Um, okay. Give us a little background on how all that got started. And uh, sure, I, I retired uh, after 22 years in the Israeli Army as lieutenant colonel, and uh, because the only thing I basically did was to shoot and critique shooting, I knew that I was going to deal with that field. You know, I didn't know anything else. And as my wife likes to tell me almost every night, it's the only thing I know is the shooting stuff. So uh, I understand. And she so, likes to remind you that. Yeah, she does. Yeah, when she's not hitting. The only thing you're good at shooting. <laughs> And that's when she's not throwing something at me. But it's all good. You know, I'm, I'm not complaining. Um, in any case, what we try doing with our new optic, uh, the MH1, is we try to think outside the box. Now, what is a reflex sight? What does it give you? Reflex sight as a whole allows me, or you as a shooter, to shoot quicker than you could with iron sights. Why? Instead of having a, back, a, back, a rear and front sight that you have to line up, you have, instead of two, you have one. You have a red dot instead of two iron sights. What this allows you to do is to shoot quicker. Your reaction time is quicker. Mm-hmm. Now, unfortunately, all of the reflex sites in the Israeli army 
did not improve even by 1% our hit rates. We were faster shooters, but we were not better shooters. We were more, more accurate. We were not more accurate. Yeah. So you could have guys zeroing with iron sights and zeroing with red dot sights doing the same move. Or shooting at a 100-meter head target or a 300-meter shoulder target, you would not see better hits. What makes you a better shooter? What's the problem with most of the red dot sights? Most of them have a circle, a dot. And I think the reason the companies do a dot is because our eye is a circle. The lights on your car are circles. The lights on the traffic lights are circles. Everything is circles. Mm-hmm. But when you shoot a gun and you use only a circle or a dot, there's a problem if the gun is off cant and it's crooked a little bit. Right. A circle or a dot looks like a dot, even if the gun, no matter what the axis is, what the axis is. Yeah. So I don't even know I'm making a mistake. So I can be off cant and still shoot without realizing it that my whole, oh, this is trajectory is screwed because mm-hmm. I'm going off. So what we did in our reflex site, we did about seven things that no one else has done. One of them, we put a, a red dot in dots and lines at 3 and 9 o'clock. Okay. They can also do range estimation. So if I'm off cant, now I have some check and balances on me that I can now fix myself. Right. But they're really cool stuff. So we, we wanted to make the site more accurate. And we can talk about parallax and the other problems if you want. But real quick, we're the only site in the world that you, you can plug in the site when you're off to the shooting range. Mm-hmm. You can put it into the lighter of your car. And it can actually recharge the site. The site is rechargeable. Oh, so cool. I can do that in the, the wall socket in my computer or the lighter in my car. Right. It's so like you plug your phone in and you plug it in. You can use the same plug. You can take it out of your phone and you put it in the site. Mini USB. Yeah. So very nice. So um, that's one thing. I got six more. <laughs> that's one. Well, I don't give enough time. Hit us, Michael. Hit it. Oh, oh yeah. automatically. Hey, we'll make time for this. First of three. Another thing that we, we did that's kind of cool. You can plug in the site into your computer and customize the site. You can make it what you want. So you can change the brightness levels. You can change the motion sensors. You can change the sleep modes. You can change the low battery indicators. You can change the BTT wireless that we'll talk about in a second. You can make the site what you want. I don't think that the manufacturer should decide to the shooters what the site should do. Right. I think everyone has his own personality, his own you know own types of targets he likes shooting at. Right. And everybody's eyes are different. And they have their own scenarios. So yeah. I said I wanted to give them the option to customize their own site. So the, the MH1, you can actually customize it. Okay. So you can plug in the computer, it's the only site that can do that. Another really cool thing that, that we have on the site. Now, now, can I interrupt you one sec? You can always interrupt. Is that is that a software program that you have to have with that? Yeah. So you download that on, or yeah. maybe an app it's or an something? App. Okay. okay. There's an app for that. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Okay. I had to get that out. That's not a problem. Get that on my phone. I'll tell you about this product when we get done. I would like to learn about that. Artificial shoulder pocket. They're the uh, sponsors of our show. Well, that's a good cool. show. But uh, it's a, I'll, I'll tell you about it later. Let's talk about you and your site. So we're, we're on number two. Standpoint, man. Standpoint. Downloadable. You can you can plug it into your computer and then you can program your, your site. That's awesome. Very good. You're learning very fast. Point three. Wow. Point three. Yes. Uh, we put two different motion sensors inside the site. Now, the site knows if it's parallel and you're shooting it. The site knows if it's being shot. Mm-hmm. When it's parallel to the ground, there's a motion sensor, a very, very sensitive motion sensor that feels any slight movement and will not let the site go to sleep. But when the site is off parallel, I put it on my body, I put it underneath my bed, I threw it in the back seat, I put it in my safe, right. whatever I did, after 10 seconds or 10 minutes, whatever you want, you can program it. Yeah. The site turns off. Okay. I can shake it. I can take bumps in the road. It won't wake up. The motion sensor is very, very... Uh, it's it to the... 
at the angle of sight. The angle of sight. Yeah. So if it's in my back seat and I hit a big bump, it won't wake up. I can move it and shake it. We're going to do it in a second. You'll see. Okay. You move it around like that, it won't shake. But when you go up to a shoot, it won't shake. Mm -hmm. 30 degrees, it turns off. It knows that you're going to go shoot. So it turns on because you're going to shoot it on the X, Y axis and also on the Z, on the Z axis. Okay. So if I get the sight now sleeping and I go like this, it won't turn on. But if I go like this, it comes on. It comes on. Which is a totally cool. Yeah. I'm sorry. I shouldn't say on the thing. You can say sh. You can say sh on this show. Politically correct and American audience. I don't want to say anything. Maybe I'll probably upset with me or something. Okay. Your president doesn't like us too much, so I don't want. We don't like him very much either. Yeah, you can definitely trash Michael Obama on the show. That's not an issue. Yeah. The feeling for mutual. I don't get that also. But that's happening. You guys are. Okay. You guys know what you're doing, though. In any case, so I don't know. So we have a parallel and a tilt sensor. Right. And the sight, again, will always wake up. The sight will always wake up to the same brightness level it was before it went to sleep. It has a memory chip inside. Okay. So let's say I turned off the sight when it was on reticle brightness number two. Right. I left it on for I left it on for a year. Turned it back on a year later. It'll wake up in brightness level number two. Okay. So it'll remember where it was. So a lot of guys like certain brightness levels. Mm -hmm. So we said, you know, you can plug it in. You can customize your, your brightness levels anyway. Yeah. The site has five brightness levels per day, and it also has a night vision mode. So you can put it for night vision mode, and it has five brightness. Right, right. Well, okay, that's good. It's got yeah. levels for night. Thank you very much. Jesus. So you got five night levels and you got five six days. day levels? Five days. Five days. Okay. Right. Make it simple. Five and five. Five and five. five. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Make it simple. Now, we have the largest window out of any site in the world right now. So the window itself is by far the largest, which gives me the largest field of view. Now, there will be listeners on your show that will say that idiot from Israel with a <laughs> terrible accent speaking with English <laughs> talking about field of view with a reflex sight. Everybody knows you shoot with two eyes open on a reflex sight. So what do you care about the window size? Well, most people that say that should just say no to drugs. Just say no. <laughs> just say no. Just say no. That's what they used to do. They used to say that, right? So, and I'll try to explain why two eyes open is not the correct way to shoot. And I'm going to have a lot of problems with people listening to me, but that's fine. Okay. I like people disagreeing with me. No question, when you're shooting at close ranges, mm -hmm. CQB ranges, two eyes open is automatic. Okay? Instinctive shooting, there's no accuracy involved. The speed. So two eyes open are critical. But if I'm shooting downrange at a far target, 100 head target, 100 meter head, head target, 200 meters, 300 meters, small targets or downrange, everyone closes their not aiming eye. So even when I tried in 1989 teaching a company of infantry soldiers in the IDF mm -hmm. to not close an eye, I never even taught them that you're supposed to close an eye. <laughs> and I tried to train them to shoot with two eyes open this is many years ago. Right. When it came down to it, they all closed their opposite eye because it's an instinctive thing to do. Yeah. Don't try to change things on instinctive. It's too hard to train that out. Right. So you can shoot two eyes open at short ranges. But when you're shooting down range, quite a small target, you're going to close an eye. Another problem with two eyes open is there are 50% of the world are right hand dominant, mm -hmm. but left eye dominant. The opposite opposite right. eye in that. You'll see that a lot of problems with handguns when guys point. They'll be pointing through their negative eye, and sometimes that they're off. So when you shoot with two eyes open and your left eye dominant, you get all screwed because your right eye is looking at the side. Your left eye is looking at the, the, whole, the whole field, mm -hmm. and you start confusing. So you, you become a slower shooter because your brain is playing games on you. But the main point that the window size is critical. Most armies around the world, we fight at night. So when you put a night, a night vision device behind the sight, 
the night vision. Now, now your left eye is now irrelevant because it's dark outside. Right. You don't see anything. So the field of view is decided by one factor alone at night. The size of the window of the reflex eyes. Because that's what you see through. Right. So the larger the window of your reflex eye, the larger field of view you have with your night vision. Especially, where is that critical? In CQB areas. When, the short, when you're at short ranges, the field of view is even more problematic. Right. When you're far away, it's not really a big deal, the field of view. When you're close up, if, you, if you're looking like through this or you're looking through this, mm-hmm. you see a lot more inside a closed room. Right. So that is the main reason we made the largest window out of all the, out of all the competition. Interesting. Interesting. I'll give you two more. I don't know what, what number I'm at, but I'm gonna, you can stop wherever you want. Is the window number four? I don't when you put activation buttons on a, on a reflex site, you have four options. You can put on the left side of the reflex site, like most companies do, mm-hmm. on the top, on the right side of the reflex site, or on the rear. Mm-hmm. I don't like to put on the left because most of us are right-handed. 89% of the world are right-handed people. Mm-hmm. That means the left-hand side of the site is rubbing against your equipment and against your body. Right. When you put the gun on your body, the left side of the site is rubbing against you. So if you have equipment on you, it gets, it gets stuck. It can involuntarily turn on or turn off the site if your activation button is on the site. Even so, our adapter that most people put on the left side, we put on the right side for the same reason so it doesn't get caught up in our equipment. Right. Okay. That's the reason we don't do it on the left. We don't do it on the right because it's hard to get to. You don't do it on top because you don't know what you're pressing. Mm-hmm. So we put it on the rear, as does EOTech. So all the activation buttons are on the back. Makes sense. Yeah, but there's a problem. Uh-huh. It's good for left and it's good for right. But where is it not good? If I put a magnifier or night vision behind it's the site, it, yeah. it's blocking it. Yeah. Exactly. That's EOTech's problem. So what I tried doing is to try to fix that one weakness of a rear panel. What I did, I made the rear panel angled. And I moved the activation buttons to the side and not in the middle of the site. Yeah. So now even if I have a magnifier or night vision directly behind the site, mm-hmm. and I'm wearing gloves even, I still have access to both right and left button if I attend it right. So even if I have gloves, because they're angled. Mm-hmm. So that, I took away the one weakness that you have on your panel, yeah. and, and we fixed that. You got that? Yes, that's, I'm with you, man. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, that's ingenious. Yeah. It, it is. You can't see the reticle from the other side of the window. Lots of uh, competition, which I won't say the name. You can or can't do it. Cannot. Okay. A lot of the companies, if you put it on high intensity and you look from the other side of the window, the enemy side, you can see the red dot going through. Yeah. Even in the biggest companies in the world, the reflex sites. Right. This side we can't. Okay. We angle the, the beam sort of the prism, the, the window. Mm-hmm. We angle it's all glass, it's not plastic, the window. Okay. We angle so you can't you won't be able to see the red dot. The bad guys can't see you. Yeah. Which is very important that the bad guys can't see you. Okay. <laughs> That's critical. Yeah. Especially so, so if you're trying to be sneaky. One one of those things you want to do. We, we did a lot of work on the parallax issue. Parallax is an optic uh, term, mm-hmm. and it basically, uh, I'll try to put it in layman's terms. If I'm driving a car, and I see that my I'm, on, I'm going 50 miles an hour, and my girlfriend, or in your case, boyfriend, is sitting <laughs> next to you on the right, <laughs> he sees that the, the uh, speed up, speed up, or whatever it's called. It's speedometer? Like, yeah, well, you can call it for me. The speedometer. <laughs> Instead of being on 50, he sees it on 40 because he's looking at a different angle. So that's basically what parallax is. Yeah. What we want a, red, a reflex sight to do, we want the red dot to be able to be seen in the entire window area. And our site, that's a challenge because we have the biggest window. Yeah. But not move on the target. Because the, the objective is wherever my eye is in the window, the dot has to stay on target. Right. 
and that's one of the problems that Neotech had. That it said that it was zero parallax, and then it went into very extreme heat and cold. It varied the the, the, the point of impact. Right. So uh, you should never say that you have zero parallax. You should always say you have near zero yeah. parallax. That would be more intelligent. Get reduced. Yeah. yeah. So I say near zero parallax. But but our parallax is by it's by far the most challenging because the size of the window. But if you check it, and the only way to check parallax, by the way, you take your sight, you put it on a table. Okay. Anybody at home can do this. Okay. You put the reticle at about 25 yards, and you put on a, like a little stick or something small, a little something that you can mark on a wall. Right. 25 meters. Don't do it less because at close ranges, everything moves. But 25 meters, do it. Move your eye to the left and to the right, and up and down. If the red dot does not move, you're good to go. If the red dot moves, you got screwed and someone lied to you. <laughs> okay, so that's the way you check out parallax. There you go. Okay. So at least someone learned something, right? Yeah, absolutely. And this is an educational show as well. It's not just entertaining. Yeah, I, I learned a whole bunch of stuff about you as well. <laughs> so you've got, you've got one of your optics here uh, with you today. Yes, I do. Um, is it, do you have different optics, or is it just the one? No, no. It's a good question. But I'm going to come back to that. Okay. We'll circle, <laughs> we'll circle back around to that. No, no I, I, there's just one cool word that I didn't talk about. That I oh. should have, and it's about my bad, so I'll, I'll take that back. We're the only site in the world that has a IR infrared wireless PTT push transmit cable. This cable that you see right here that I'm holding, you can attach to the weapon. And when I press the button on the right or on the left, it activates the site, changes brightness levels, without me having to disengage my hand from the forward grip of the weapon and come play with the activation buttons. Okay. So I can actually control the site without disengaging my hand from the weapon. And is that attached to a rail or yeah, whatever you want? Okay, you just wrap it around. You wrap it around the whole forward guard. So okay, it looks like, like, a, like a little wrist watch or something yeah. right there. But it has to be in front of the sight. That's in the okay. front. Yes, it has to it's be where this direct sensor is. Yeah, because it's it's sending an eye infrared laser mm -hmm. to the sight. So, but if we're using a wavelength that a night vision cannot see, right. okay, so it has to be directly in front of it, and it's a cool feature. We're giving it away for free up until the end of shot show. And then it's something that's an aftermarket product. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's kind of cool. Regarding a question about the type of optics we have, we have one site called the MH1, mm -hmm. but there are 12 different variations of the site. Okay. It comes in three different colors. It has two different reticles, and they have two different uh, adapters. Okay. So all together in that little table that you build is 12 options. Right. You can go to our internet site and, and look it up. I'm supposed to say the name, but I don't The, the internet website? Yeah. It's hard. It's hard for something. Hartman.com, I think it is, but I'll probably have to look at my business card or something. Yeah, I got to look at it. We're brand new. We're brand new. What is it, Andrew? Hartman-il.com. So Hartman-il for Israel.com. Thank you. So we think we did something different. We're trying to price it accordingly as well. It's mill standard the site, so you can put it into water and you can drop it and you can put it into sand. It's nitrogen filled. There's nitrogen inside the site, okay. which does not allow anything to come in. Right. So that's the way you make it airtight and waterproof. Um, so there's a button on the bottom that you actually put in nitrogen inside there and close it up, and right. that's the way it's done. And getting it wet's not going to mess with your controls. No, no. It's all that's watertight. Too, yeah, you can do obviously. Yeah. It's all built. A lot of people won't worry Temperatures. About now, we've tried it in the extreme temperatures that we tried it in, but I don't want to say. We're, we're sending it to a laboratory in Israel mm -hmm. that they do what we call an objective test. It's a government-held uh, company, so it's not a privately-held company. And they check the site in extreme temperatures. Right. 
and they put it in ovens, and they put it in freezers. So we're going to have it certified, and then that's going to be what we're going to publish to the public. Sure. So I can sit here and say anything I want, but it's not believable. <laughs> so we, yeah, I think if I can say I'm good-looking, I wouldn't be too either. <laughs> so, so basically, uh, we're, we're looking at something that we want someone um, objective to yep. say what the site can do, especially because what Neotech is going through. Mm-hmm. So we want uh, to be very, very clear about that. That's smart. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Now, the um, the mounting system for that, this, this mounts on any kind of Picatinny rail system? It, it needs a Picatinny rail, but yes. And not a problem with any rail system, as long as it's Picatinny. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it can be done. So uh, any type of weapon, it, 5.56.762.05, we use it as well. No, you know, probably 12.7 millimeters. But um, no, no, reddit, no amount of recoil can turn off the site. We even changed the way we did our battery. The battery is going from left to right instead of forward, mm-hmm. the CR-123 backup battery, okay. because we wanted to go against the recoil of some of the sites that put a battery with the, the direction of the barrel, right? because the recoil goes back and forth, mm-hmm. sometimes there was a disconnect of the spring to the battery, right. and it would be a malfunction. We had a problem with that with the Israeli Army, with the Mars site, which is something called ITL in Israel, mm-hmm. and the site would turn off during recoil, because uh, there would be a separation between right. the battery and the spring. So it's always to be on the safe side. You turn the battery around and you bring it from left to right, so the recoil has no effect yeah. on, on the action of the battery in the spring. I mean, it's the little things that, that you're thinking about on this thing that, that really set it apart. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 all the other sites are all great, but they're just basically web dot sites. You know, there's nothing really into them. You know, what can they say? I have a bigger or smaller window. Well, that they can't do that. And they're all great sites, though. Can't hook it up yeah. to your computer and program it. Yeah. Now, obviously, you've got controllers uh, on the site itself to where you can, you don't have to have it hooked up to the computer, right? No, 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 no. Okay, that's a very good question, by the way. Yeah. The rear panel has three buttons. Yeah. No radio, no TV. Yeah. Yeah. So the, there are three buttons, left, middle, and right. They're all the same height, different than the EOTech, okay? So the right and left buttons are identical. They turn on the site and they change brightness levels. The difference, one cycles up, going bigger, 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 and then smaller, mm-hmm. and the other one does going smaller, 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 and then It just, you can get there quicker, right. but there's only five, so it's not really a big deal. So those are the two activation buttons. Okay. The middle button, when you press it for three seconds, it turns the site into night vision mode. So you can now put on a night vision behind the scope. Okay. So those are the activation buttons, but unfortunately, it's a little bit confusing, and I don't want to confuse you. So that's not okay. <laughs> No, no, no. There's two other options you can do. The site comes with a default of 10 minutes sleep mode or 10 seconds. There are two sleep modes inside of the site. Mm-hmm. So it's on 10 minute mode when it's sold. By pressing the middle button and right afterwards the right button, mm-hmm. it moves it to the 10 seconds. That's yeah. So you can go back and forth between the 10 minutes and 10 seconds yeah. on the site itself. Okay. If you want to change the 10 minutes to a different time, or the 10 seconds, that you would do customized to this. You know, you to the computer. That okay. goes and, then, and by pressing the middle button and the left button, it turns off the sleep mode. Because a lot of guys say, what happens if I keep on shooting down the hill and the side goes to sleep after 10 seconds? That's not good for me, no, right? Right. So there's a, you can, on the side itself with no computer, you can dismantle the sleep mode. If that, and that's the mission you have. Okay. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Because you don't want to sleep on you yeah. in action. You, know, yeah. you know, shoot from a helicopter or something. Yeah. That's why, uh, you know, some of the sites have an auto shutdown. Mm-hmm. One of the competitors. And it's either after four hours or eight hours. I won't say their name, but it starts with an E. Yeah. And uh, what happens is that, uh, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I didn't say that. After four hours or eight hours, it'll turn off. 
so I can be in the middle of battle and it'll turn off when I when I'm using it and then to react to turn it back on you have to actually hit the button the, the button yeah there's no motion sensors or something yeah so and then there's other sites that have motion sensors but any movements keep that wake them up mm-hmm. which the whole idea of a motion sensor in a sleep mode is to save battery life right you want the battery to stay as that's the weakness of the battery right yeah. it ends eventually yeah so so we save your case forever yeah unless we can recharge it right yeah. so if you use a regular motion sensor that some sites do if I throw the sign in the back of my car and I'm driving on a road, it's going to wake up mm-hmm. just from the friction of the road. So I don't want the sign to wake up when I don't want it to wake up. I want it to wake up when I need it. So when the soldier or the shooter is sleeping, the sign is sleeping. Right. When the soldier is shooting or the shooter is shooting, the sign's up. It's working. So if that's the whole idea, to try to maximize the hours of the reflex sight and the battery when you're shooting. And when you're not shooting, it doesn't. Do you have a battery life? you got a... Measured. Yeah, yeah, continuously, it's 2,000 hours. Okay. But because of the sleep mode, it's much more, right? Because it always turns off. You know, you can't stay awake for 50, 60 hours. You know what? I guess some people could, but it's tough, right? You got this. Oh, we're in Vegas. So eventually, you're going to have to sleep, right? Yeah, so yeah, the yeah. Gonna, and you're not shooting the whole time. Yeah. So if the site is not parallel, it's going to sleep anyway, right? Right. So it can even be on you. You can go for a run with your weapon. And the site's sleeping, even though you're running. No, right. It doesn't wake up from that motion, only when you pick it up. Now the charging, um, what kind of, it's the 123 batteries, is that right? See, I'm 123 battery, but that's not the rechargeable battery. They're not rechargeable no, batteries. No, it's lithium battery, meaning it has to build, it has to be mil-spec. Okay. It has to go to the high heat and low cold, so you need a lithium battery. But the inner um, rechargeable battery, uh-huh. is it takes three hours to charge. So you charge it in your, uh, wherever it is, driving to the car, whatever. Mm-hmm. And that'll last a whole bunch of long hours as well. Okay. And only after that one's done does the CR123 kick in. And then after the CR123 is almost empty, two hours before, you will have a low battery indicator. The reticle will flash when there's two hours left five times, letting you know, change me, charge me, change me, charge me. Right. And then every 10 minutes until we finish that time, the reticle will blink every 10 minutes to let you know, change me, charge me. Mm-hmm. But what it does do, as time expires, it starts flashing faster. So letting you know you're getting closer to zero, you're getting closer to zero, you're getting closer yeah, to yeah. zero. If you want to prepare yourself to get another battery, to charge it, or whatever you have to do. By the way, that can also be changed in the computer. When you customize it, you can change the two hours to any time you want. Yeah, you can change the ten, uh, the, the ten minutes to any time you want. So that's all. But inside of the site, the default, two hours, and then every ten minutes it blinks. Okay. So it's... You wouldn't even use those lithium batteries. Really, really. I mean, how long does the internal one last? Did you say? Well, it, it, it also depends, and this has to be true to all the viewers. We have the teaching versions also. I'm sure a lot of them know. Battery depends on what intensity you're on on the site. Sure. What takes away most of the battery is the reticle intensity. Okay. Now, Endpoint says their battery works for many, many, many thousands of hours. Mm-hmm. I won't go into that. 50,000. Yeah, they do say 50,000, you can do it for 30,000. Yeah. You know, I don't know how people can check that, but it's, it works for a long time. Yeah. One single battery as well. Our point as well with this site, you never have to turn it off. Because you don't have to remember to turn it off. If you forgot, it'll go to sleep anyway. Right. So you never have to turn it on the site, and you're never going to turn it on. Yeah. Because when you pick it up, it'll be ready. So that's the way we're, we're trying to think. Sure. Endpoint was is definitely in the lead yeah. in, in the world with that. Endpoint's a great site. Uh, I, we actually represented Endpoint in Israel for many years. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so Endpoint is, is an awesome site. Nothing negative to say about that site. Cool. Except the field of view. 
it's not. It's <laughs> just <laughs> the window on it, right? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say that. Well, cool, yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm excited to, when we do the video, get some hands on with it. Uh, that would be great. Check it out. We, we would love to get the, the sign in hands of people that understand. Use some candy on it. Yeah. Uh, you know, anyone can talk and sit up here and talk. you got to see the sign and see what kind of grouping it does. And all the guys that, you know, we've only been at the show for about a half a day so far. Yeah. But it's been awesome. You know, people that understand stuff, you know, they, they can see the window size and the reaction time and how quickly they get the target. Yeah. And they see the sleep mode and the motion sensor. They, they're shaking it and seeing it's not waking up. But when they pick it up, it turns on. And, right. And then they're customizing the sight and the movement. And it's, uh, yeah. it's all I got cool. to do at the range is I just basically shot it so I didn't get to try out yeah, all the other yeah. stuff. Did you hit the target? Oh, yeah. Okay. I nailed it, man. That's good. Well, I was shooting, uh, it was, I think it was the Ronnie. The new micro Ronnie. Yeah, the micro, yeah, the micro Ronnie that I was shooting, uh, which I love those things, by the way. I'm unbelievable. I've been dying to get one of those for the past five years. Or something like that. Now we have the new Ronnie SB. The SB. With the stabilizer brace that you would never shoulder. But, no. Um, you don't have to do any paperwork. You can't shoulder it. We can hook you up with one of those right away. You can shoulder it, but you're not supposed to shoulder it. Yeah. yeah. It bypasses the, the FDR, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, the yeah. NFA. Yeah. It just, it's classified it's still as a pistol. Yeah. It's a pistol. But uh, real quick, Marty, I'll just talk real quick about the site because yeah. I know after everybody hears us, everybody's going to, the next question is, where can I get one? Right. How much are they, Marty? <laughs> um, so I'm going to I'm gonna just throw that out here right now. Um, full MSRP on these sites is going to be 650 bucks. Okay. Um, these are not cheap sites, but they're not outrageous. But once you see it, the durability, the ruggedness of this site, this is not a, a, no, a cheap a solid site man. at all. This is a, this is a high-quality um, very high-end optic that you can get at a reasonable price. Right. Um, but you're going to see these in dealers, you know, hopefully, what do we think in now? Like March? Yeah. Start seeing yeah. them in the dealers yeah. around March. Yeah. Okay. Um, you'll start seeing them pop up in your local dealers. And uh, they go to your website and find out who's dealing them? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And, um, and that'd be the Hartman IL. And or, or CA. Or CA. You can go to CA. Yeah, also. CA website and hit our dealer locator. You'll find you'll find our local CA dealers closest to you. And um, they'll be carrying the Hartman site. And if they're not, tell them you want one. Yeah. Absolutely. It's and brand new, so it'll take time, but we want to we wanna be a viable option to to people when they're right. looking for an optic, a high-end optic, and uh, the, the proof is in the pudding, so this has to be checked and and, uh, and tested and, and proved. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're ready to, to be tested against the, the big ones, the big guys in the block. So for us, it's a challenge, it's an honor, and we want to uh, ready to go to battle. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Sweet, man. So let's, so talk, let's talk about... Uh, Anything on CAA you want to talk about? You want to talk about the, the Ronnie's? Sure, sure. We can talk a few seconds about the Ronnie's and the, and the micro. I know you mean CAA makes just tons and tons of accessories. So. That's that's what we do. We just came out with a new branding and new internet site, and, and, and I just took over here at the 1st of January as the CEO of, of CAA USA, along with uh, with Israel. But uh, CAA Israel, what we're trying to do now, firstly, we, we changed our whole price list mm-hmm. the last two, three weeks. And we're now... Nice, cheaper. Much, much cheaper. Wow. But, nice. But it, like that. it's even better than that because not only is it cheaper the MSRP prices, we're giving the dealers and the distributors larger margins mm-hmm. as well. And uh, we're using a, a gold, silver, bronze system that people can buy for quantity. Mm-hmm. When they buy quantity, they get uh, a better price. Right. Okay. So uh, that's something that we're doing as well. But we come out with a whole bunch of new products. We have a new 8K magazine, uh, an awesome magazine. Uh, is that the one I've tried? Have I tried that one? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Range day. Yeah. Yeah. It, it worked great. Awesome. Awesome. It also looks good. You know, that's yeah. also part of it. So, and we have uh, the Roni is probably Israel's best seller 
our machines are working 24 hours a day. We do seven days, well, not seven days a week, about five and a half days a week. Yeah. Uh, in Israel, we work on Sundays, but we don't work on Fridays. But our CNC machines work on Fridays. You work on, yeah. you work on the Sabbath? Yes, but our Sabbath, our Sabbath is Saturday. You don't burn in hell? Well, I'm going to burn in hell. There's no question I'm burning in hell. I'm just going to try to enjoy life as much as humanly possible. There you go. So that's the idea. In any case. So you're cranking them out. Yeah. So the Ronies are unbelievable. But because of your American laws, you don't have that around the world. The SBR thing, that short bill rifle, that's an American-made joke. I'm sorry, not a joke. A law. No, it's a joke. It is a joke. So I don't know why you guys did that, but I don't understand a lot of stuff. But in any case, we built a brace, a like Ziggler great sort of thing that you can put on the Roni now, uh-huh. and that now is... Oh, so you have your own proprietary brace. Correct. Okay. So, so now we, it's not SBR because it has no stock in the world. So now you're able to get it without the uh, that stamp or that $200 or that weight or whatever. Yeah. The SBR, I don't know those laws very well. And that's one thing. Another, uh, that's number two. Number three, we came up with now a new micro Roni. And if you come by our booth, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. Uh-huh. It's more compact than the Roni. It opens differently, a simpler opening, mm-hmm. but it's it does the same thing as the Roni does, and I think we're going to get it for half the price. So we're coming out with that. That's going to be coming out in around. So it's, just, it's a more compact, more compact Roni. Roni. Right now it's only for the Glock, but we're working on other options. But right now it's only for the Glock 17 and 19. Okay. So that's what we have now. I know that at some point I saw that you were doing like a. 16 inch. Yes, we call that the Roni Civilian. We have that as well at the at the show. Okay. So we uh, had we have the Roni Civilian for a while, but we never had the barrel, the long barrel of a Glock, to, to bypass the SBR. Right. So now we have that as well. So we're starting to sell that as well. So okay. Yeah, now the Roni, the Roni Stabilizer, the Micro Roni, and the Roni Civilian, which is with the long barrel. So those are the new toys. And you said Micro Roni. Did I say Micro? How do you guys say No, it's cool. like Macaroni. Micro Roni. It's runny, but the microwave. <laughs> and, and we'd come up with something. We'd come up and have a good time on it. Yeah, no, that's fine. I, I'm enjoying it. This is a fun show. Yeah, I, I, you know, I've never Unlike those other shows, which we won't mention, like the ones that EOTech are usually on. Right, right. The stuffy shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we don't like the stuffy shows. We don't like the stuffy shows. To be honest with you, I've never had more fun in my life than the last 30 minutes of my life. It's, it's not been basically it's the pinnacle of my career. The pinnacle of my career. Being on Talking Lead. Being on Talking Lead is pretty huge, yeah, Mikey. I, I, it's yeah, pretty huge. For me. You get ready for, it's, it's for all the fame that's coming your way, man. Oh, the paparazzi will be out tomorrow. If it's possible, women. Women only. I know you don't give a problem. Well, you know, you got to take the good with the bad. Yeah. Possible. I've never ever had women Soldier of Fortune, and I thought I'm going to get women. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah I'm so Because uh, only guys look at that magazine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bunch of bears wrapped him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, so, so we came up with some accessories for the AK. We have a new uh, front guard. Uh, the AK? Yes. Yeah. So we came up with a new uh, uh, rail system for that, a really, really cool one called the YG. And we came up with a new one for the M4 as well. So we have some old bunch of rail systems that are new. Along with the magazines, along with the Ronies, the Micronies, and obviously the magazines inside. So we have, uh, we have a new, uh, a new, a really nice um, folding stock for the AK as well that we just came out with. Side it's folder? A, uh, yes, side folder. It's very low profile, very rugged. Um, I think it'll do really. It's going to do really well. So we feel that 2016 is going to be a good year. We had a, a great year. They shut up the phone. That's not funny. That's really great, buddy. It's my show. I'll do what I want. 
keep talking. I, I, I heard people. That's why I edit. I already heard people in America are so polite. I don't. I don't really feel that politeness right now. Especially being southern. Yeah, you should be more polite. So the the AK accessories, the rails, the the buttstock, the side folder buttstock. Um, what else for the AK? Anything else for the AK? I think that's all the new. Are you guys doing sights? Oh yeah, we do a flip up front and rear. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, we've been doing those for a while. Really rugged. Um, one of the big advantages of our, our front and rear flip up sight, it is a polymer front and rear flip up, like a lot of our competitors have. Right. Um, but you don't have the over tightening issue that you have with some of our competitors. Yeah, stripping. We have plastic. an aluminum locking block. Even though it's a polymer sight, our locking block is still aluminum, so you don't have those issues with the uh, with the over tightening and the spread right. that happens when it pops off your rail. Yep. Um, you don't have that issue with our front and rear sight, and they're, they're very very affordable, very rugged. Um, you also don't need a tool to uh, sight these in or adjust them. They don't require a tool, which is very very nice. Okay. You don't yeah. have to have a special little key that comes in the bag that you'll never see again after <laughs> you put that on your rifle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you now see why we keep Andrew around. Oh yeah, he hits the finer points. Yeah. Yeah, he keeps but, you straight. Uh, now, do you have uh, tritium? On no, your, no, we or, do not. No, it, that that's the second time someone asked me or that. True glow kind of stuff. No, we do no. not. Okay, not yet. No. Well, you know, I can you say know, not yet. Is know. that the right thing to say? I'll say sure. not yet, but I'm not sure we'll ever be a yet. Yeah, <laughs> it's a backup iron sight. <laughs> it's a backup iron yeah. sight. I guess. These, no, we we have the MH1. We have the MH1 optical sight. There you go. I was going to say you don't need it. You don't need it. You don't need the iron Use the Hartman. Yeah, absolutely. Now you said you had two. You got the MH1 and I can say something about the iron sights real quick. Yeah, with regard to tritium and stuff. Yeah, because I had to teach the Israeli army how to shoot. Back in the start, you know, in the late '80s, uh-huh. we did not have uh, optical sights, so we would use front sights, and we would use uh, tritium or any types of glow f- yeah. sights. So this became a very big issue in the Israeli Army, and um, we used to have on a front sight, and then and also on the rear sight, and because it was close to your eye in the rear sight, mm-hmm. it would actually blur your vision at night. And you weren't, you weren't able to see the target. It, your, the, the brightness was so close to your eye mm-hmm. that you had trouble focusing downrange at night. Oh, okay. So in the Israeli army, we took them off. All rear sights of the Israeli army had no tritium, had no night vision capability. But you had to have it on your front sight because right. you needed to know where the end of the barrel was. <laughs> yeah. So you know the, where you're pointing it. Yeah. In the Israeli army, we sometimes didn't have it. So... Uh, a lot of times, you know, we're we're not a very rich country, so a lot, we get a lot of support from the U.S. and the U.S. supports a lot of com- a lot of companies, including some of our friends that are not very friendly right. to Israel. But what a, a lot of people do not know that most of the money that we're given by the U.S. has to be re- re- reinstated, reinst- repaid, repaid <laughs> to the. They have to spend it with American companies. You have to, we have to spend it in the U.S. I got you. So let's say we bought M4s in the Israeli army. Mm-hmm. And all of our infantry was on M4s. Do you know what the Israeli army paid for an M4? Throw uh, out a number. Uh, 3,000. That's a big number, 3,000 for an M4. Yeah. No. Yeah. We paid. You can I figured we'd overcharge you. I didn't <laughs> think we'd cut you a deal. Yeah. <laughs> we paid $1,400 for an M4, which is a lot of money. That's still a lot, yeah. Yeah. But you can't complain because they were giving us the money. So the money had to be used in the U.S. economy. So that, uh, that's the idea of the of the. They're money. giving you yeah. the money. So we can use they're, it back. They're charging you $1,400. Yeah, but you can't complain. So we're basically, you know. Yeah. So they're giving it, you the money to pay for it. It's so. all good. It sounds like legal money, money laundering it to does, me by the yeah. government. That's what that sounds like to it, me. It absolutely does. That's, that's odd. Let's talk about uh, Kalashnikov USA. Please, Andrew. Right. Yeah, yeah, Marty. Um, Unless there was something else that you wanted to throw in no, there, I'm Mikey. Good, Come good. on, Mikey. I Don't be shy, no man. I have no problem interrupting Andrew or you, to be honest. So I have no problem. <laughs> you jump in anytime. 
Well, I'm just gonna I'm gonna throw it out real real quick, Marty. Um, not a lot up for the radio as far as the KUSA line. Um, we're getting our new uh, factory up and running in Florida. All right. So we're just gonna start cranking these things out here in the U.S. And uh, if you can, when you come by the booth tomorrow and get some video, they're gonna see the really really high quality product we're gonna be putting out. Oh yeah, exciting 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 stuff. Well, especially, I've got one. I know yeah, I know the quality. Ex- yeah. Especially our brand new nine millimeter AK carbine. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm excited is, to see that. It you is got really, that at the booth, right? Yeah, it's in the booth. It's in the booth. And our new Alpha series uh, rifle. Um, we've got three of the prototypes in the booth that you'll be able to check out. Um, everything else is, you know, 12 gauge AKs, yeah. 760 by 39 what AKs. What we talked about in the past. What we talked about in the past. Um, but um, we've got some new configurations, metal folders, some other stuff that's really nice. exciting. Um, but yeah, we'll definitely go more into that when you get some video at the booth tomorrow. It's kind of. Yeah, not fun to talk about AKs on the radio. It is fun because <laughs> because we're going to start doing a segment once a month. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, the Kalashnikov USA AK corner. Absolutely, but um, but you'll see all the new features <laughs> on the cool on the cool rifles and all the, all the shotguns, and uh, we'll go into that. But yeah, did you, you bring the competition shotgun? Yes, it's here. Okay, the good. three gun, the three gun is the here. Gun, it's hanging yeah. on the wall. Oh, you'll be able to, oh, you'll be able oh, to mess oh. with it. But um, but yeah, we'll we'll look at all the the new exciting products from KUSA in the booth tomorrow or whatever day you're coming over to uh, check it out. One day this week. Yeah, one day this week. We'll, we'll run we'll through them. Um, you'll get some good video, and and oh, they they look so good. I'm excited. To yeah, see, excited I'm, to I'm excited them. to get those out and get them on the market. And you, you'll be seeing these. You know, it, they'll be coming out all through 2016. Okay, we'll have different models being released all through the year. So we'll have lots of new stuff to talk about. Very cool. Yeah. Anything to add to that? No, I have nothing to add. You have nothing. He's like, I don't do he's that. That's not my sh- he's, he's like, that, that ain't my shit. I ain't got nothing to add to that. <laughs> I'm all no, we spent. actually make the alpha, so uh, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we're, yeah, we're excited. We're gonna knock it out. Okay. And in the meantime, people can go to your website. Yep, uh, Kalashnikov-USA.com. Dot com, and you've got you've got all the pictures posted up there. Um, no, the new stuff is. This is the first time it's been shown. Is that shot show? We didn't put anything oh, up on the website because okay. we wanted to be a big. Cool Surprise. unveiling. I guess. But yeah, all that stuff. You, the, the website will be getting updated after shots. Are you going to insta-tweet anything? Insta-tweet? I'll, I'll do what I can, It's man. a new thing. I'm, I'm going to start it up because you know how I am with social media. Insta- yeah, I'm, I'm going to start this way. whole new thing called insta-tweet. <laughs> you, you might become a billionaire. I could. I could. I'm just going to post pictures of my b****. I seriously <laughs> That'll sell a lot. Uh, I don't know. I think there's a market for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, thanks so much for being on. Mikey, Andrew. It's been a great pleasure. Thank you very uh, looking much forward for the to coming by the booth uh, a little bit later this week and uh, getting some hands-on on this stuff. Awesome. Right. Thank you very much. Thanks, Marty. Awesome. Bye. Woo! Thank, Thank you, my friend. To work, brother. That went so bad. That was awesome. Good, man. Good man. Oh, yeah. Be good. Thanks for coming by. I'll see you at the booth. Awesome. You're going to be here all week, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Good deal. Guys, I think I know one. some of these guys. This gentleman right here. I think you probably met Jason. Do you ever been to the National Armory when you were in town? Yeah, yeah, Jason. Andrew used to manage. I'll give you ten bucks to get that dog bite, Marty. It almost happened out Yeah, he didn't even realize how close it was. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah, I sent him out. He was running with this bucket over his head like this, like a big old, you know, like donkey con. And I sent him out, and everybody's like. Oh, no. Oh, shit. <laughs> yes. 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 Yeah, get it up in and there. Then they start and shooting. He called him off at the last second. <laughs> they oh, start yeah. shooting because they're doing bounding drills. Uh, and I'm like, Argos, who's? He turns around like a dime and comes right back and sits down. I'm like, oh, come on, guys. I don't want to taste his ass. See you later. What's up, brother? How you been, man? Good. How about you? Good.
Tate, party holder. Dave Maris, I listen to your stuff all the time. Thanks, man. Appreciate Thank it. Doors. Thanks, Frank. Frank. We met before. Yeah, we met at uh, Circle of Wagons. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You do the custom gun stuff, yeah. right? SDI's 32 semester credit hour certificate program in gunsmithing and 60 credit hour associate of science and firearms technology degree program can work hand in hand and are the most complete training programs of their kind. SDI strives to give you the best quantity and quality of professional gunsmithing information and tools. These programs are perfect for students interested in careers in the firearms industry or for those who are interested in owning their own gunsmithing business. Our programs are delivered via distance learning, which allows our students to maintain full-time jobs, families, military service, and more while working towards their degree or certificate. The Sonoran Desert Institute mission is adding value to our students' lives by providing innovative, relevant, and applicable workplace-driven education through distance-delivered instructions. Visit them at sdi.edu. All right, guys, welcome back in to the 2016 SHOT Show, sponsored by the Artificial Shoulder Pocket ASP system. I've got our good buddy Chris Chain joining us today. Chris, welcome in, buddy. Hey, thanks for having me. Always good to be on the show. We Heck yeah. Talk about guns and such. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm a little bummed because at range day, we didn't get to do our Cooking with Chris episode. Yeah, uh, the, uh, I was looking forward to eating some more good chili. and Some that mule deer <laughs> chili. Those guys were there again. Nice, uh, nice. But I didn't, I didn't even get a chance to, to taste their their tasty chili this year. It was delicious. It's, it was. it's definitely a fond memory that I share with you. <laughs> and that other former, former. Uh, the squash. The, the, the tall guy. The big <laughs> guy, the squash. Do, do, do you even, like, say his name anymore? See, it, yeah. I mean, yeah, so it's not like, I you know. He, whose name we shall not say anymore. No, Zeke, Zeke yeah. is still a part of the show, even though he's not talking lead. They're Snore Desert Institute. They're yeah, the distance learning gunsmithing guys. They sponsor the show. Excellent. Well, it's so good. It's so, so good. yes, we say his name as much as we can. Excellent. Yeah, no, it's so good that he's uh, he's still involved, and uh, I loved it. I loved seeing what he's doing on the. Uh, the, the so, yeah, yeah. He was talking to me about that. Uh, SDI for sure. Yeah. So, uh, like, he's still in the uh, in, in this universe. Yeah, he's still in the, in the industry, and he's in the educational industry, helping uh, people get educated on how to gunsmith. Fantastic. And he's helping our military men and women use their GI bills to further their education. Well, they're an accredited school, so all their programs are accredited. Get college credit for that. So, what's new with Chris Chain? We've not talked to you in a while. Yeah, let's see, man. So um, I'm, I'm back in Silicon Valley, actually, full-time. Okay, uh, jet-setting it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so last year, in 2015, I traveled more than I ever imagined. I love traveling. Mm-hmm. Uh, went to all parts of our country, just, you know, met, you know, it was all for, for gun stuff. Right. Uh, you know, met just some of, you know, the best people our country has Wish to provide. Promoting our 2A. Yeah, exactly. Amendment rights. And uh, I was on the road for about 200 days last year. Oh, my year. gosh, man. Yeah, and I love traveling, but, man, towards, uh, I think it was October, I just really, you know. You had to come off the road. Pack, well, I October was my busiest travel month. Oh. Uh, but, like, I'd be packing for a trip, and it's sort of like, man, like, I kind of, I'm already excited to kind of come back home, oh, right? Type thing. I had, you know, my travel schedule was so busy that, you know, I would uh, go to a three gun shoot, mm-hmm. come home, and literally just like unpack 
and just repack because I'd be right back at the airport right. the next day for another like five day trip. And you'd have one on standby waiting for you to go out the door. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, there's um, I, I've had a, a, a lot of fun in the industry over the past three and a half years. Uh, you know, meeting meeting great people. You know, promoting our Second Amendment rights. Um, competition shooter and uh, author of my book, Shoot to Win, which is for new shooters, and uh, kind of like needed to go and scratch that tech itch. And uh, That's right. You've got, a, you've got a technology background. Yeah, so I used to work at Google back in tech, and you know, the main thing that I'm happy about is I'll still be doing firearm stuff. Awesome. Uh, you know, so you're not going away. Oh, I'm not going anywhere. It's, awesome. It's, uh, it's, there's still a lot of exciting things uh, that, that, that I've got in the, in the hopper. I'd say uh, the main thing that comes to mind at the moment is there's an electronic smart target company mm-hmm. uh, that I'm an investor and an advisor for. It's called Mason Target Systems. Okay. Tell us about that. Yeah, yeah. So, so basically, it's an AR-500 steel plate. You've got sensors on the back of it. And you shoot the you shoot the target. Your shot location shows up on your iOS device, really? iPad, iPhone. So if you think about you know a typical range experience, let's say right, you're shooting at a 200 yard line. You got paper targets out there. You shoot, shoot, shoot. But you know every shot, you're looking through a spotting scope, trying to remember. All right, like which one's my current shot? You know compared against the previous 30 rounds, you know that you've got in paper. And then you know the range gets called you know cold every 15 to you know, 20 minutes. Wait for the range officer to call cold so you can yeah. check your target. Everyone's gonna unload. You know bolts back, actions open. You know, all right, then. You know, everyone's walking down to change, uh, check and change targets. But with the Mason target system, all that goes away. Mm-hmm. Right? So imagine that you've got your, you're shooting your AR, wherever your bolt action gun. Right. You you fire a shot. Instead of breaking, you know, breaking off the gun, you can just break your eyes off the glass or your iron sights. You know, just glance at your iPad mm-hmm. to see where you actually hit on the target. And then and you make just, your adjustments. You make your you shift your eyes back onto your glass, your sights, make your adjustments, and keep shooting. That's that's what I love about the Mason Target system is that it's empowering shooters to shoot more, mm-hmm. right? Not wasting time looking through a spotting scope or having to go, you know, check and change targets. Right. But you go to the range, you're there to shoot. Right? You're not there to deal with all this administrative nonsense. Uh, right of uh, you know, looking through my my scope and kind of you know if you have a range log mm-hmm. or you're taking pictures you don't have a spotter then you got to come off the scope look at the range finder absolutely my get back eyes, on the scope my eyes are getting terrible so you know shooting 200 yards don't be afraid of that mic get up there <laughs> so I was just saying that's a great idea because my I'm, my eyes are going mad so shooting 200 yeah. yards even with a spotting scope I'm having trouble telling. Is that a hole or is that a bug? On the yeah, on the yeah. Right. <laughs> right. So, so uh, with the Mason Target System mobile app, you know, the idea is it's, it's simple. That's one of our core design principles. Or two of them. One is simplicity. The second one is durability. Right? All of us know any kind of you know gun accessory or target system, it's going to get beat up. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's going to get beat up. Um, you know, this is this, the, the system's designed to just be out in the elements. Mm-hmm. We shot it in a uh, hundred degree heat, all the way down to negative seven. Uh, you know, different uh, humidity and right. uh, salinity. It's like on the ocean, uh, you're near the ocean. Sure. Um, and so it's it's designed different altitudes. Yep. Take so it up high, down low. Durability and then the simplicity piece. So you know, the the mobile app it's simple. Right? So that's the other mm-hmm. thing about. You know, the shooting experience, we don't want technology to get in the way of shooting your gun. Mm-hmm. Right? 
experience where you're having to tap a bunch of things and, you know, try and figure out how the heck does this work. Right. It's literally just imagine a bullseye, a virtual bullseye on your iPad. Mm-hmm. And you shoot the target, you know, your shot location shows up very simply and cleanly on the screen. So you, let's go back to this the system. You said AR500, mm-hmm. and you've got some sort of a sensor now, is, this, is it the sensor thing that you could put on any AR-500 plate, or is this a built-in to your AR-500 plate? So it's built-in, yeah, it's, it's a whole complete system. Okay. Uh, yeah, you got to buy our whole, our whole target okay. uh, the, you know, system, and it's our, our main customer demographics, our ranges, military, and law enforcement. Right. Uh, MSRPs at about $2,500 per target. And so, right, for your individual shooter, most people can't afford you know, that, right. that kind or of don't thing. want to afford that. They'd rather just use their spotting scopes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so, right, so that's where ranges, right, if, if you have, if we have our system in it, ranges, right, if you're an individual Adds shooter. Adds value to that range for people to go use that range. Right. So you get that kind of technology. As an individual, right, we pay whatever, you know, 10 to $15 to rent, uh, you know, the lane for an hour mm-hmm. or, you know, for an all-day session. So, right, you don't need to pump down $2,500 for a target. Right. Um, so we've gotten a lot of great feedback from ranges, uh, from shooters, from military and law enforcement. This is uh, this shot show is our big kind of unveiling of okay. and target systems. We've been working on it in stealth mode so for about is, two years. This is real brand new. Then is yep. this the first release of it here at Shot Show? Yep, this is the first release. Uh, I've been working and advising for Mason Target Systems for about two years. So you know, we've been uh, constantly you know, iterating right. and making improvements to the system. Really. Uh, you know, launching thousands and thousands of rounds of this because, uh, you know, like I was saying earlier, it's it's a it's a target. It's going to get shot at. That is the point of it. <laughs> really, shoot, yeah. yeah. So gonna get shot. yeah, you know, it's um that simplicity, durability, and quality piece, right? It's like mm-hmm. I don't want to I don't want to be associated with a product that you know isn't just awesome. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, what kind of size are we talking about at the target here? Do you have different sizes? Or? Yeah, great question. The, the first size we have is an 18 by 18 inch square. Okay. You know, for us, it's, we're just we're starting with a very simple, basic size, but uh, we can go bigger, we can go smaller, we can you know, do different shapes if you want to do like a silhouette or a mm-hmm. hostage you know, kind of situation. Or a deer or a hog or something. Yeah. Like so here's uh, so the, the one piece I left out, um, which is uh, relevant to this question, is so in front of the AR-500 steel plate is a self-healing polyurethane layer, which oh, is, okay. so right now the standard setup is just a bullseye, mm-hmm. right? We try to etch a bullseye into the steel, but right after, you know, shooting at, you know, lead fragments, it kind of fills up, uh, right. uh, you know, the, the etching, and it's just, it's hard to see. It spreads the pattern out, you can't, yeah. So we have this uh, polyurethane layer that can take thousands and thousands of rounds. When it needs to be replaced, it's only like 40 bucks. Uh, but right now it's a bullseye, but probably okay. we can change it to, to, get anything. Like, to anything, yeah, a hog or a deer or get like hostage situation right. for like, you know, military law enforcement. And then we just, you know, it's a simple update on the software side. So, you know, you're seeing, you know, the, the same the, image on the, the phone. I guess it's yeah. a wireless, obviously it's a wireless yeah. system. Yep, so we're using a combination of uh, radio and Bluetooth. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what's interesting, what I really like about our system is that you can use the Internet to upload all your data to your profile, mm-hmm. but you don't have to. Sure. So from a privacy security standpoint, you know, not a lot of shooters don't want you know, the shooter data 
um, you know, what guns they own and what guns they're shooting to be, right. you know, uh, online. So you do not have to use the online element mm-hmm. of, of the Mason target systems. It can be uh, a completely self-contained, self-contained, closed environment. So it's just literally the target and, you know, your, your mobile phone, and, and that's it. But, but it doesn't need to be connected to, uh, right. to the Internet. Now, will, will you have a, a way to still catalog your data so you could go back and look at it on your self-contained unit, whether you hook it up to your computer or to your, your cell phone? Yeah, absolutely. So okay. that's, that's the great part of it is yeah, it can be uh, captured on, on your cell phone. Um, and it can just stay on right. Your phone. So you can go back to uh, you know four months ago when you were in you know, Colorado shooting at this altitude, uh, this and, temperature, this and angle. then compare that to you know your your Florida visit and the, the shots you were doing down in Florida compared to that, and you can go back and look at all that. Yep, exactly. And you know okay. what's what's really exciting about um, the ammo you're using, the guns yep. you're using, the yep. scopes you're using. Exactly. Yep. All of those details, right? If you've got, uh, you know, whether you're using factory ammo, if you're hand loading, you can mm-hmm. you know, put in all your ballistic data and your, your hand loading data. Uh, but one thing that I'm also excited about for sort of later this year is the social elements mm-hmm. that, we, that we want to include, right? Because uh, anybody who shoots guns knows that, you know, shooting is, you know, the actual act of shooting is one thing, but there's also a social community component, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, we've seen, I mean, huge success around other social networks, right? Like Facebook and Instagram, Vine, and, um, but there isn't really a, a, a community, like, like at that level to be able to, like, share your shooting uh, you're, you're shooting uh, data. Yeah. Um, I want to so, show somebody how good I am. Right. <laughs> yeah. So on that kind of, on that Which topic. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> so imagine a you know in a, 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 an online social network where you know you basically can game. We're gonna we want to gamify mm-hmm. an experience, right? So kind of like a mega competitive thing does. Yes. Right. So think of Mason target systems like you know Fitbit for shooters or uh, Fit uh, Strava. For shooters, right? You're, you're logging data. You're competing against your friends. You can say, "Hey, Marty, you know, we we, we don't live near each other, but let's set up uh, a game in Mason Target Systems. Yeah. You shoot on your own time, right? I'll yeah. shoot when I have a chance to shoot, but we yeah. can we can have kind of like online chess, exactly virtual chess, right? And so it's a but, then, but I'm also seeing this as I could be, you know, here in Las Vegas, and you could be in Silicon Valley, and we could do a Right then and there, competition kind of yep. go back and forth. Yep, that too. And you know, there's also an application around if you cool. want to do some. If you're an, if you're a firearms instructor, mm-hmm. and let's say right, uh, a student came to your class in person, right? You uh, shoot on the Mason target system, but if you're an instructor and you want to say, hey, if you want to still get some uh, basically virtual instruction without having to come to another class of mine, you know, mm-hmm. maybe pay another on a uh, 30, 30, 50 bucks. And the instructor can write diagnose, do a live diagnosis, right, right of the of the shooting session. Right, can so, dial you in and get you tuned in. Yeah, that's so cool. that's that's going to be down the line. But yeah, right now Mason Target Systems is just real simple. We're just talking about steel plate, shoot it, location shows up on your mobile device.
place. And it's uh, it's all about, you know, getting people to send more rounds down range and actually shoot versus dealing with spotting scopes and, you know, cold ranges. Where can the lead head to go and get more information on this? Yep, so masontargetsystems.com. You can actually create a profile for free if you want to kind of kick the tires on, on the website. Right. Uh, I've got some demo videos, and if uh, anyone's interested in, uh, you know, talking more about, you know, buying a, a target or a set mm-hmm. of targets, you know, contact info's on the website. That's awesome, man. So that's just one iron in the fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I guess do I talk about uh, another thing? I can do that. Do you want to? I can. I do. Okay. Well, let's, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Let's, let's, let's talk about it. I mean, we, we are the show for exclusive, so. Excellent. Yeah. So. Drop uh, the mic, Chris. Boom. Bam. <laughs> Bam. So a second thing that, uh, that I'm working on, it's, uh, I'm really excited about uh, trying to improve diversity in not just the industry, but in the shooting community. And so the National Shooting Sports Foundation just uh, started to spin up a new diversity advisory board. And so if you think about our industry, you know, there is this overriding stereotype, you know, kind of core demographic is, you know, kind of middle-aged, you know, kind of white guy. And nothing wrong with that demographic. It's, it's, you know, it's, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just stereotypical, which is not accurate. It's not accurate. And the bigger picture is our community is so much more than that. Mm -hmm. And there's a big opportunity for us to grow our community. But if you think about how do we welcome new shooters, mm-hmm. how do we make you get, if you take the mentality of a new shooter, this could be a really scary activity, right? To go learn how to shoot a gun. Sure. If you think it's of, frightening for a lot of people, just this because of the unknown. You know? Right, exactly. It's all about, you know, uh, education. How do we, yeah, how do we get that fear out of the people and make them comfortable? Right. So, you know, if you look at diversity, uh, specifically, we're looking at it from uh, an ethnic racial perspective right now. So, you know, Latinos, Asians, and, and uh, African Americans, yeah. uh, you know, there's... Anybody. Some, yeah, anybody, right? Because yeah. that's the overriding message. The Second Amendment is for any and all Americans who are law-abiding, who are interested in, in coming to learn how to shoot for whatever, you know, whether it's just for recreation or for self-defense or for hunting, but right, how do we? Pure enjoyment. How do we? How do we make our 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 shooting sports in our community more welcoming and more inviting? Right, for someone who may may be looking at a shooting range, not seeing people who look like them, and who may in their in their own minds, right? This is all in their minds may be saying to themselves, "Sure, this is not for me." Yeah. But when that's clearly not the case, right? So. Um, Here's a really interesting data point or something to think about uh, in the context of diversity. So if you come to America, let's just say from China or from Japan, you're, you're not coming here to shoot guns, right? That's like not a that's – not, that's Some not, do. Some <laughs> do. But, right, most, most people, I would say, right, I mean, all of us are immigrants with the exception of Native Americans, right? I would say almost all of our families came to America for economic prosperity, right? There's, exactly. there's better economic opportunities here uh, than pretty much anywhere in the world. Right. So if you come for, you know, a better job to provide for your family – and the main key point here is that countries like China and Japan and Korea, they don't have a Second Amendment equivalent. Right. Private gun ownership is not allowed. Non-existent. Non-existent. They don't have family heritage or traditions around hunting, around sport shooting. Uh, and so that's a, that's, a, that's a significant barrier. Right. If, if we're going to think about how do we how do we get new shooters who if they don't have family members 
Um, if you're an immigrant, you typically uh, have friends who are also immigrants right. uh, who are likely, unlikely to be gun owners, mm-hmm. unlikely to go to the range. Uh, so that, I think, is, um, I don't have the answer, but the reason why the NSSF is spitting up this diversity advisory is to come is, up with those answers. Correct, right? Yeah. How do we... How do we talk about uh, you know, firearms ownership and the shooting sports to, uh, you know, for looking at it through kind of a diversity lens? But again, right, this is all about how do we bring new shooters into it's awareness. It's all about awareness. You've got to bring the awareness. You know, if people aren't aware that there's an issue, then you know, there's not any, not going to be anything to come into existence to make it change or make it better. Mm-hmm. So that's that's awesome that they're doing this. Yeah, it's you know it's it's uh, one thing that's really fantastic about our industry and our community is that you know we know how hard it takes, you know, how much work is involved in getting new people. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we look at sort of our, our legislative lobbying you know, end of things, like you know. This is anything kind of takes decades, yeah. right, to, to improve. If you think about the NRA, ILA, you know, having been formed back in the 70s, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're only where we are today because so many NRA members and leadership, you know, have worked on this for decades. Absolutely. And, you Sometimes know. Sometimes change takes time. It's not, it doesn't happen overnight. Right. Typically. So, you know, the NSSF, you know, it's, it's just so encouraging to, to know that this is going to be a multi-year, if not, you know, multi-decade effort, right? If we think, again, back to that that generational yeah. challenge of immigrants coming to our country who just don't have. And I think what it is, it's, it's more of, it's not necessarily the gun community, you know, because everybody that I deal with, and, you know, we push and promote this on the, the show, is we have to be welcoming of everyone. We have to be tolerant to everyone for our 2A uh, amendment rights. You know, we can't alienate people that want to be a part of it just because of their, you know, their race, their color, you know, their sexual preference. You just can't do that. Right. And so I would say, right, the vast majority of gun owners are, are all about, hey, right, if, you, if you're a gun owner and you hear someone say, like, I wanted, I would love to, like, go learn how to shoot. Mm-hmm. I would say, right, for most of us, like, yeah, like you get excited. You do, yeah. Right? yeah. It's like, come on, I'm yeah. going tomorrow. Let's yeah, go. yeah, exactly. Like, I'm going tomorrow, or, you know, hey, let's, like, you know, schedule a time. So, right, it's it's those, it's that kind of grassroots, mm-hmm. right, the, those kind of interactions that I would say uh, we need to do a better job of sending that message, right, that that, that that's that's what this community is about. So I'm, I'm, what, my point is I think our, our industry is already a step ahead in that we are, for the most part, and everybody that I deal with and have seen are welcoming to that. Mm-hmm. It's just it's it's making those people understand that yes, you can come on in here and getting that word out. And that's, right. You know, that's where the bridge. And I think because we have half of it, you know, you know, we've bridged half that gap. Uh, it's going to take a lot less time for us to get where we're headed. For yep. That. So if you also have the media calling things like the NRA. Well, yeah, that, that's another thing. Yeah. So yeah, you know, the obvious like just looking from the outside, and all they hear on the news is the oh, the racist NRA or you know, yep. So yeah, yeah, and that's I mean that's a great point to bring up because that's that's the that's the environment that's the reality of the uh, messages right that are being you know there's there's definitely a much more stronger anti-gun message right being delivered through mm-hmm. mass media, uh, and so I think the challenge for us as a community as an industry is how do we balance that out and ultimately hey look. Everyone should understand both sides. You know, if we're gonna if we're gonna go political here, yeah. and understand, you know, what is what is the Second Amendment all about? Uh, what does it mean to uh, to us as Americans? Which side do you stand on? 
uh, and make your own decision after understanding, you know, all, all the uh, the angles. Right. Exactly. Well, that's good, man. I love that project that you're involved with. Is that, and that started. They've already kicked that off. Yeah. Yeah. We just we just uh, started our first set of meetings a few months ago, and uh, we are uh, meeting monthly. And uh, really, again, awesome. yeah, trying to find out hey, strategically how do we how do we provide guidance to uh, to our community and to the industry to really make sure uh, you know because diversity the reality is diversity is uh, is a it's a big focus in our country it's how a lot of people self identify right I'm Asian American I'm African American I'm Mexican etc cetera, etc cetera. so we um, we have to speak I think the same language that other people and then when I say language I don't mean like no, we're 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 yeah I don't talk about we need to like understand their their mentality, their mentality, right? yeah. their, their paradigm, like how they uh, talk about food. Because it's hard for Americans to not, you know, have guns as part of their lives. You know, so for another culture that that's never been a part of their lives, we just don't understand that, right? You know, so we got to understand how to make it more comfortable for them to come in. And, yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's learning both sides, like you said. It's, uh, Chris, thank you so much for coming in, buddy. All right, Leadheads, we hope you enjoyed that first episode of our coverage of the 2016 SHOT Show. We have many more interviews coming with people like uh, Seal One. Uh, obviously, Rob Pincus is going to join us. The guys from Paradigm, uh, Oversight Shooting, Nordic Components, um, Jesse Tischhauser, Morgan Mills, singer, songer, actress, uh, Magnus Johnson with Mission 22. It's great interview with him. Uh, Jeff Axelson, Ron Bellin, CJ Johnson, guys and girls from Sheepdog Impact Assistance, Tactical Walls, UTM. So many more to come. Uh, probably going to break this up, like I said, into several episodes. So you guys be checking your downloads. They're on the way. And as always, Leadheads, keep your loved ones close and your Talking Lead Shot Show coverage closer.